Sometimes the world just needs a hero to help cut through all the noise. Well, now you have two. Good morning, good evening, and good afternoon, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome to yet another amazing episode of your Heroes of Noise podcast. I am only one half of this duo you might call Batman and Robin. My name is Steve. I am the other guy, and for some reason, we are talking like this today. <laughs> so what is going on, everyone? My name is Dan. <laughs> What's happening? Isn't that fun? Isn't, Isn't that fun? I liked it. We should just do the whole podcast like that. <laughs> so, Steve, how has your week been? Oh, gee, I've just been chilling at home. <laughs> like what she said. Every no, time, you know what the funny part <laughs> You know what's funny? I think uh, if people only would have heard before, we could have either done it like this or we could have just been quoting today is a good day for our whole conversation. <laughs> we should have, that's, that's what should have come next. <laughs> How was your day yesterday, Steve? <laughs> oh, yesterday I just messed around and got a triple double. <laughs> His Jimmy runs deep, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> you know what's funny? Here's the funny part, dude. I completely, you remember when we were talking before and I said, what a beautiful day, I'm going to open the window? Yeah. I'm immediately regretting this decision. Why, you got gardeners or something? No, it is freaking 198 degrees turns out outside. Is it? Oh, man. Dude, it is, see, it looked like it was windy, but people, you know, if you don't know, Fresno gets this hot wind that it's very deceiving. You look out, you're like, oh, it's windy. You open it, you're like, oh, it's hell. Okay. (laughs) My eyes. (laughs) My skin's burning. What a shame, dude. I was gonna get I was gonna go out for some exercise after this. Well, you should still. Yeah. That shouldn't keep you from it's gonna be hot. How's your exercise going, man? Not good, Steve. Not good. Thanks for asking. (laughs) (laughs) Not good at all. What happened? I don't know, man. I think I fell into a funk. Like yesterday, I don't want to like get bring everything. No, down, I, we should. No, no, yeah. no, we shouldn't. I just woke up kind of funky yesterday. Now I understand that there's like six weeks prior to that, so I was kind of intermittent with my exercise. But yesterday I woke up and it all kind of made sense, dude. I'm like, you know what? I think it takes like what's it been six weeks, right? Yes, I yeah, think about it takes more, maybe. Yeah, maybe more, but I think it takes a minimum of six weeks before this really starts to get to me. Like we talked about it. Oh yeah, we're bored. We're all oh you know we're all in the same house and confined and everything like that. But yesterday I woke up, dude, and it was uh, like weighing heavy on me and I couldn't really put my finger on it. You know what I mean? And I just realized it's like, it's the same shit every day. (laughs) It's it's just Groundhog's Day, you know? And and I'm as frustrated as, I'm as frustrated as the next person, right? But I'm not going to go out there and start protesting, you know, give me my, give my country back and all that kind of shit. So I'm trying to abide by the rules. But yesterday, man, I needed to get out of the house. I had a, one thing that I had to go do. And I was like, you know what? I never used this term in my life, Steve. But you know what I did yesterday? What'd you do? I did a little retail therapy, Steve. Got me some stuff. Ooh, what'd you get? Got me some, speaking of uh, exercise, got me some new kicks. Oh, the dope, too. Come on. Went to Dick's? I went to Dick's. Yep. Now, it was, em- I imagine it was like empty in there. Um, You know, it's kind of average for a sporting goods store, right? There's not, they're not always packed. Unless it's like that, Christmas you know time. What, you're right. But, no, you're totally, you're but totally they right. have enforced the uh, no mask, no entry rule everywhere love now it. here. I love it. Love and it. I loved watching people getting pissed too. And, you know, 
it's always the same kind of person getting pissed at these things. So I can't quite understand what you're saying. I just. Uh, he said, uh, well, we all know the person. They we wear fleece pullover yes. hoodies. Oh, know? for sure, dude. Oh, for sure. Sandals, did, were they like mad out front hiking. of the door? Yeah. Out front of the door? They were, oh, for real? Yeah, there's like a sign. And then they still walk in. And they're like, yeah, uh, you can't come in, sir or ma'am. And. <laughs> They get so pissed. It's so great. It's just so great. Dude, I would have loved to. Because I went to Dick's, like like I said, about a few weeks ago to check on some weights over there. And it was empty. And I was like, they're just about the nicest people in there. So for them to have to be like, you need to calm down and go. I'm like, man, you really have to throw a fit. Because they are just so. Like when I walked in, there were people like, it looked like they were chilling at the door for the last hour with nothing happening. And they were kind of like, need any help? No. And if I'm like, yeah. Oh, really? I'm like, wow, you guys are really wanting someone to say something to you. Yeah, every store has a greeter now. Every single store, because they have to make sure that you have a, just, okay, have you gone to Whole Foods? No. I'm not bougie, Steve. Yes, you are. Number one, you very much are. You are are more bougie than I. That, oh my goodness, Dan, that is not, don't do it. (laughs) I think it, I really do think so. Don't do it. Okay, okay, I'm going to ask you. Okay. I'm going to ask you. All right, right. What, when, when, okay, when you were going to cook for me when I came over to do the podcast, what did you say you were going to cook? Uh, I was going to make you, well, it depends, because I was going to make you several things and then they just never happen. So I'm not entirely uh-huh. sure which one you're talking about. You're talking about the sous vide thing? Like, uh, only a person that's bougie would know that word. You think? I just think yes. I'm ahead of the game. No. In culinary technology. You have an egg specifically meant to cook things. An egg. Well, it's a, that's it's bougie. A, it's a barbecue that's called okay. a big green egg. It's not really an egg, Steve. <laughs> it is an egg. It looks like it an avocado. It looks like a freaking... It does look like an avocado. Very an much avocado. So. You ever eat them but... avocados? Because <laughs> 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 only people in the 20s said that. Harry, hey, come on over here. Look at our avocados. Well, I'll be. But I think, I think you are a bougie. Like, what did you... You said retail therapy? That's bougie. Well, yeah, I mean, I, I kind of was joking when I said it, but I did. Well, okay. If I buy expensive shoes, does that make me bougie? Yes. But what if it's for like the practicality of it? Like bougie. to avoid injury, better arch support, and to promote like, you know, me to get out there. Not to promote, but kind of to encourage me to get out there off my ass and start running. I'm going to try to run is what it is. I'm a little afraid because of my What knee. brand did you get? Nike. I always get Nike. Do you really? Always. I heard, uh, br- oh, what are they called? Burks, no. Anyway, they're a special running shoe. I forgot what I, I forgot what they're called. Brookstone. I heard that those are, yeah, maybe they're Brookstone, right? Brooks or something like that. Yeah, I, I just stick with Nike, dude. They are dude, Nike is like for me when I run, I still have to ice. I have an, uh, a you know one of those things the hot cold compress. I keep it in the freezer, and when I I just immediately ice my knees because I know they're going to hurt. Do you have bad knees? No, I didn't. But you know, my doctor said she's like at forty-two. Uh, yeah, or shit in, starts falling apart. In short, yes. And she said, "Chill with the heavy weight." And I didn't, and I messed up my shoulder. She's like, "Look, I told you, you once you get in your forties, you need to start really concentrating on uh, if if you're going to use heavy weight, use machines. If you're going to do this, use this." And I luckily I did a lot of studying before I started running. And they're like, "If you've never ran before, your knees are going to kind of." Hate like, you. what the crap? Yeah, they're like, what is going on out there? They're just icing before and after your run, not icing before and after. And 
if I don't, they hurt. Or if I run like four times a week. So now I just run three times and then I bike seven miles the other time. Nice, man. You got a bike too? Or you have yeah. a, like a cycle in your house? I have a bike. What kind of bike you have? 10 I speed? Have a You're a 10 no, speed kind of guy, huh? No, it's a mountain bike. A diamond bike. A diamondback mountain bike. Okay. All right. I have one of those too. You should go. That's why are you walking then? Because I don't know. I like walking. It's kind of nice. <laughs> Dude, imagine I, I, I'm alone with my thoughts. Going. I have extra time just to listen to podcasts or uh, an audiobook or something like that. It's nice. It's very peaceful. It's kind of serene. Yeah, but, but imagine being able to get a better workout and going faster and further and well, still the, being able to listen to it. The, on, the honest answer is that the tires are flat and I just haven't walked it over to the, because I don't have like a compressor at my house. So I haven't walked it over to the gas station to pump, pump the little bitch up yet, but I will. Maybe Wait, that's what I'll do today. Why don't you just get a bike pump? I don't, I don't have one and I just haven't thought about it, Steve. That's the honest answer. I could just I, go but, get a bike pump or I could just yeah, walk it like half a mile to the no, gas station. No, no. And area. Buy a bike pump. You were just a dick, dude. Yeah, I know, but I didn't want to buy a bike pump. I bought expensive <laughs> shoes. Can't just be spending all of my money, Steve. I don't need to get into my finances with you. Oh, but geez, will you stop it? Will you? No, seriously. Stop- I, you know, I just—I wasn't going to be that guy going in there and buying five hundred dollars, seven hundred dollars worth of equipment. I spent two. What? That? Oh my lord! Those are nice shoes, bro. Yeah. Well, most of it was the shoes, obviously, but then I bought a couple other things too. So what? I would um, I would estimate. That you're going to be able to use these shoes for at least four to five years. <laughs> the way I work out, you're probably right. <laughs> It'll be like six years. You still got them shoes? <laughs> there's, there's a family of spiders being like, oh, we're going to live in those. <laughs> Trust me. <laughs> he brought us a good house. But what if he works out? We got family no. coming from out of town. We got plenty of room. <laughs> it's real nice here. <laughs> got that new shoe technology no but i do you i believe you're gonna work out because you've been wanting to and there's no reason why this isn't your perfect time i am at my max frustration with myself dude really yeah it's like damn i'm looking at myself like you piece of shit get dude. up get up and do something dan what you I, always have thought that i have not i did not i'm really hard on you. myself if that's what you're yes, saying. yes dude well i'm really hard on myself now okay but dude because i have no excuse there's no excuse i'm not working that much and i want to like go i shouldn't be home all the time i'm staying busy but i'm just not exercising and that's the thing that we're no, getting older steve they've all they, they you see those articles talking about this is a stressful time and a lot of folks are like, why am I not being productive during this time when I'm mm-hmm. at home? Yeah. They're like, no, because it's mentally stressful because of COVID. So that might be keeping you from doing it. I think, yeah, with, I don't like to use the term loosely, but I think, you know, seriously, you'll know why. But like, I think there's a little, there was a little depression kind of going on. Okay. I think, yeah. I think it's a depression. I can, I can see that. I yeah. can see that. I'm the only reason like people, my life hasn't really changed. You know, I never really you know, I would I would not do a lot of stuff. You're a hermit anyway. Yeah, I'm a hermit anyway. So my life has not changed except, you know, date night is not happening or we go on walks. But other than that, my life hasn't really totally flipped up, upside down. Whereas, you know, Maja's life is flipped upside down. A lot of people's life has just flipped. So, you know what I think it is, is I'm feeling the energy of my family. I don't like blame them or anything, but yeah. their lives have really flipped. Mine oh, was kind of yeah. the same because I still go to work and stuff, you know, and it's, it's the same schedule. I just haven't been working as much for reasons, boring reasons. They're training people. So they're using my hours and whatnot. But 
you know, at least I go outside and I'm, I'm able to like go to work and I have some place to go. And Gail's working from home, but she's home. She's stuck inside. And then, of course, the kids. But Ben goes to work, too, because he's at the grocery store. So he's How all right. How does he feel about that? He, he, well, he, other than going to the grocery store, he just comes home like the rest of the world. So he's kind of bummed. Everyone's a little bit bummed. That's all. Dude, I. Sorry it, if I'm not going to be all like wacky. No, I'm just, no, but I'm the just thing uh, is, being real. The thing is, this is a good reason to be bummed, bro. Like, we are in a pandemic. If there's ever a reason to be like, I'm bummed. Be like, oh, you mean you were bummed during that whole pandemic thing of 2020? Yeah, I get it. You were afraid of dying. That pandemic was really a bummer. <laughs> you were you were afraid of dying. So, yeah, dude, that's that's always in the back of your brain. Our brains just compartmentalize everything. They're like, oh, no, we're we're still always aware that we might be dying. We're just... We just have to push that aside and go about life, and that wears on people after a while. For sure, it wears on you, you know. Yeah. And I think you're 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 catching the the heat of it, especially since you have to put on a happy face when you go to work. You have to push that all back, and now be like, all right, hey, welcome to hey, welcome to where we work, whatever. Yeah, I mean, and that's the thing too with like doing a podcast too. You know, you want to get on there and be wacky and make people laugh and stuff, but sometimes you just, I'm like, I'm real, right? We've never, we've always been real on this show. Yeah. So. This is what you get today, folks. I'm sorry. No, that's and and the good thing is, um, I went onto that government. There's a government website which shows where all the test testing places are yeah. in your vicinity, and we have antibody tests here, as we know, but they won't do it without a doctor's, um, you know, uh, prescription. But I'm like, I think once we test everyone for antibodies, I think everyone will be a lot more chill. We'll be like, okay, now we know. If we're only testing sick people, we're going to be freaking out. Like, especially at where we work, you're going to be freaking out because you don't know. Every person you deal with, do they or don't they? Who knows, dude? I know. You know, seriously, though, it's kind of weird. Like, it used to really, like, when I first started doing COVID patients, yeah. scanning them and whatnot, um, I was really nervous about it. You know, you put on the PPE and you go in there and you yeah, got to get pretty yeah, close to yeah. them and stuff. But what's weird is it's not really bothering me that much anymore. Like why? I don't know. I mean, I know that it should, because it's still it's not like they're any less serious than the last one. I think I'm just it's kind of more like a like it's just business now. You got to handle your business, right? And we're not dealing with the thick of it, you know. And we're not like respiratory therapists or nurses that are just having to wait, you know, nurse on these people the entire time. It's this is a visit and then you're gone kind of thing. So maybe that's why. It's but still I, scary. Yeah, it's still scary. But I'm thinking honestly, I think it's more of just the. Just the being inside stuff. I think there are a lot of people out there that are feeling this right now. You know what I mean? And ladies and gentlemen, I just want to talk to you for a second. And just let you know that you're not alone. Don't worry. We're going to get through it. Steve's over here. He's going to he's gonna laugh for you and say funny things. And I'm going to respond to them. And you will always have a home at Heroes of Noise. If you need to turn and listen to some voices that can maybe make you smile. Perhaps it won't be this episode. But there are 110 other ones where you can listen and get joy from your boys, the Heroes of Noise. And I would just like to say on behalf of the Heroes of Noise, podcast that is, that we love each and every one of you. And if you need a friend, then goddammit, good luck with that. My name is Dan Ramirez. Thank you very much. <laughs> I'm just kidding. We'll be your friends. If you need friends... We're here for you. Not only are we heroes, but we're friends. Facebook. That's where we got to go. Heroes of Noise podcast community. 
get on our little chat, meet some people, mingle a little bit, perhaps get on a show. Perhaps we'll connect two shows, ours and someone else's overseas, and one of our listeners will go on there. Maybe you'll be next. Maybe you'll be next. Believe in yourselves, ladies and gentlemen. It's really important. My name is Dan Ramirez. That was beautiful, Dan. That was absolutely beautiful. And another thing, Steve. No, I'm just kidding. (laughs) I'm just kidding. No, I think that it's important that people hear that. That's really good stuff right there, brother. I like it. I like it. It's touching. Listen, folks. I've talked to a few of you. I know some of you are down. I'm being sincere. Being goofy, but I'm being sincere. Your boys got you. All right. Let's have some fun, Steve. Okay, here's the thing. Okay, I want to ask you something. Mm -hmm. The kids. You got to tell me because you've been a father longer. Yeah. Does it ever get to a point where they don't uh, like close things very loud? No. (laughs) (laughs) I'll let you know (laughs) when that time comes. It's like, boom, cow. I was like, Jesus. Then I walk in the kitchen like two o'clock in the morning. <laughs> dude, it's incredible, dog. It's dude, it's crazy. <laughs> I was like, I didn't even know you could close it that hard. <laughs> the microwave? I'm like, what? <laughs> like, sound like sound gun, it sounds like gunfire. You know that thing has glass on it, right? Yeah. <laughs> I was like, what the <laughs> crap? Dude, kids are funny, man. <clears throat> kids are oh, and also I think um I'm very curious how, you know, both of our sons are going to do in like dorms because their rooms are, I'm like, I don't even know how you got all this stuff. Well, I don't think he's going to be in any dorm situation. How about Maj? Is he going? Yeah. When? As I soon as I'll this all lets up? Yeah, well, no, like in a, uh, after he's done with his honors program at City, he's going to go. And I'm very curious as to how that's going to, you know, work. You never know, though. What if your son goes somewhere, too? He might. It's just not in the cards right now. For him. He's going to freak you out? He's working. He's he's just enjoying his work career right now. Of course. But I'm saying, will it freak you out if he does? No. Really? Yeah. You won't be like crying? No. Maybe. <laughs> but it, I'll get over it real quick. As long as he's doing okay. He's got food yeah. in his belly. He's not shooting fine. heroin in some alleyway or something like that. Listen. Then I'm going to be just fine. Okay. What about, because uh, I think your your daughter, dude, Sarah's fine. Yeah, she's she's uh she's, she's like ready though. She's going right. She's applying for jobs already. What? Oh yeah, she applied for like I helped her apply for four different jobs. I think just the other day. That's how I keep busy, and, Steve. And this is before she's before. Oh wait, she's a uh, she's a she's going into her senior year. Jeez, Louise, bro. I want to say that it's May right now, right? And she's studying for next year already. Dan. I remember you talking about Computech, bro. She's a go-getter, dude. She hated Computech, by the way. This is just oh, some yeah. school, some charter school in our city, ladies and gentlemen, where they work on a, a STEM program. STEM program. Thank you very much. Yeah. You know, and, but, they, but they have this technological side of it that they uh, tend to push a little bit. Yes, you know? dude. Uh, like engineering if, and robotics. Yes, and things like that. yes. If you're not into that, you're going to hate that. School. She hated that school. And, and the thing is, I thought the way you explained her to me, I was like, oh, she's going to love it. No, nah, I mean, you would think she wanted it so badly, but no, it was two years of uh, adolescent hell for her. She hated it. And the, gee, I, re- I cannot believe she's a senior now. I'm, you're telling me. Dude, that, you're, you might have an empty house soon, bro. <laughs> Say that again. 
you might have an empty house. The opposite of full house. Get out of here. No, it's cut it out, right? Didn't watch it. it. You didn't watch full house ever? Mm -mm. I mean, no, I didn't. Really? No. Wasn't my Did you watch Family Matters? Nope. That whole window. There's a lot of shows that a lot of these podcasts (laughs) that we're friends with, they talk about a lot of this stuff. I just, I was doing other things, man. I didn't watch a lot of television when I was a teenager. I was roaming the streets, getting into trouble and shit. Well, then what was your, te- what was the one show you remember like I would not miss an episode of? Mm. I don't know if I really had that. Dang. You know what? Honestly, I think, I think I'm, this might be like more young adult though, as in like 20. But uh, Quantum Leap was one of those shows. I love, oh boy. I love Quantum Leap, bro. Quantum Leap was one. Um, Friends was one. Uh, What else? Oh, God. I really didn't watch that much television back then. Quantum Leap, Friends. Uh, There was a show called Wings. You remember Wings? I remember Wings. Homeboy's, uh, uh, he's still around, man. They're all somewhat. I mean, they're all there, right? I I don't think anybody died or anything like that. No, no, no. I'm saying like he's still like Steve... I forgot his name. Anyway, but remember, what about that big guy? That wasn't he the one? One of those guys talking like, "Hi, I'm trying to that guy." Yeah. Okay. <laughs> oh man, why am I so bad with names right now? I, my, that's the other thing, bro. My recollection of names has like gone to shit over the last couple of months. It's just I don't know if it's just like fog brain or something like that. But I'm like, I'm at that point now where I'm like, "Hey, man, you know, you know." You're like snapping, trying to get the name oh, for, because for some real. for some reason the snapping helps. I don't know why. No question, G. It does help. But my recall has been bad lately, dude. Recollection, really? rather. Mm-hmm. It's weird. Uh, uh, Thomas Hayden Church is who I was. That's who you were talking about. Was he? Are you sideways? Oh, you, you know who I'm thinking about? I'm thinking Thomas. Hay- I get him and the guy from Wings mixed up. Thomas Hayden Church is the guy from Wings. He's not from Wings. Yes, He's he from- is. He's the mechanic. Okay, I get him and the guy from Coach mixed up. Uh, you got me. Didn't watch Coach. I saw a few Jesus episodes dude. of Coach. You know, I remember Coach because when I first went to Universal Studios, they were like, this is the house on Coach. And I went home and watched it and was like, oh, my God, it's the house from Coach. <laughs> <laughs> when they did that backlot uh, tour, I was like, oh, my God, did they build this house for Coach? That's when you just, I was like, I, I remember, that's the only reason I watched that show, and it had that oaf in it. Thomas Hayden Church, I only remember him from Sideways now. That's the only movie, like, that is the movie for me. He's pretty good in Peanut Butter Falcon. Have you seen that he yet? He was really good. We saw it, to, we didn't see it together. No, we saw but, it together. Yeah, no, and we was, didn't, we didn't, but I remember Dan, how are you sure? Then yeah, how did I see it? I oh, I took Belle. Yeah, you're right, you're right, you're right. Yeah, yeah. I loved that movie, dude. We talked about it. We did, that's right. But somebody else recently saw it, though. I saw it come on my uh, on the Facebook line. Someone else watched it, too. I forgot who it was, though. But yeah, it reminded me. I was like, oh, that was a good movie. Now, I didn't watch. What was that one about him, about um, Shia LaBeouf as a kid? I didn't watch that. Honey Boy? Yeah, I didn't watch that. I watched it. Is it as crazy good as people say? It was all right. <laughs> I knew it, dude. I was like, come on. It was guys. all right. It was fine. I mean, I know a lot of people really liked that movie, and I don't think it was a bad movie, but so basically now Shia LaBeouf's doing a country accent when he talks, and that's his new thing. That's his new thing. That's what's making him oh, charming now is he's talking with his accent, and oh. somehow it's coming off charming, except this time, Steve, it's not charming because he's a terrible father in the movie. 
Oh, dude. I can't do it. I can't. I wish, you know, I, I get he went through some stuff. Remember that time he did his whole, I'm going to watch all of my movies or something? For He's done a lot of crazy hours. shit. He was so different, man. He was, that's why child stars don't generate, or you do the Miley Cyrus where you're like, let me get all this, this out of my system. As a kid so should. So that I can be normal. Yeah. So I can be like naked and do all these things. And I'm like, okay, now I got it out of my system. Cool. Otherwise you end up like Shia or Michael, you know, you're, I don't think you're supposed to be like Haley Joe Osmond. He just kind of chilled for a while and then came back. Look at, um, Macaulay Culkin. He like dropped off the face of the planet for a while. Yeah. And he sort of pops up in things every now and again. And he's happy. I don't think you're supposed to be a child star. But I do think that Shia is on an upturn. Like, I really do think he's, his movies are getting better. So, again, Honey Boy, it was fine. It just wasn't this movie that, oh, my God. It wasn't a must-see. I would never say it was a must-see. Honey Boy. What, what's that honey name, boy. Honey Boy? Dude, that sounds like some shit that people would mock you, like an old guy. Hey, hey, Honey Boy, come on over here. Let me grab your ass cheeks. <laughs> wow. And then the guy's like, <laughs> he's like leave him alone, Earl. He's just, he's just walking by. Like, hey, no, Honey Boy, come over here. You know, it's funny. It's it's one of those. It was one of those neighborhoods where they randomly saw you buy honey once for the rest of your life. Now, hey, honey boy, honey boy, <laughs> are you going to get some honey? You're like, no, just bought that once for my grandmother years ago. Hey, honey boy, <laughs> honey boy, put the honey all over your butt and slide down a hill. Wow. These are some pervs you're talking. I mean, no, it's just my it. fucking mind is just that way. I don't know why. It Everything's been everything nasty. has been like butt humor lately, bro. Is maybe that's your thing, bro? That's fine too. That's fine. What butt humor? Yeah, maybe you're into booty stuff. <laughs> are you putting out my? Uh, you're going to put out that message now? I'm not saying. Might, I'm saying it, it in like your the recesses of your brain of your brain. You're. And like, I want like booty stuff and this is the only way to get it out. So, hey, more power to you. Hey, you know what? Just don't listen, Freud. Just fucking chill out. <laughs> it's not a bad thing, bro. I'm just simply saying you do talk about booty stuff. I lot, do. Which is dumb. I find it funny. Hey. <laughs> Case in point, Steve. Um, I don't know if you. <laughs> I don't know. Listen. That's the summer jam right there, Steve. That is Dan's theme song. <laughs> no, that should be a segment for the show. What's inside your oh, butthole? I don't know how many. I don't know how many segments we can actually do of that. You know, people don't sleep on shit like this. I almost made one myself, Steve. Did you really? I almost did. I just can't figure out how to work this goddamn MPK mini. You need to come over and teach me. Dude, I thought we had already done that. Bro. You No, we didn't. You plugged it in and went, yeah. Cool, man. not what happened at all. I said, here's what you're going to We literally spent about 11 minutes on it. Not even 11 minutes. Dan? there's You know what? There is an art to like tracking music, right? And producing. Like I don't know how to use this thing. I don't even know how to like program 
set the right sounds into the pads and everything. If I could just get that figured out, I would do some cool shit. Okay, that that see that that I can help you with. That is literally too freaky. Now here's what I will say. Once I show you, that thing is not going to be enough for you. Uh, it'll do for now though. It'll do for this very second, but the way you are you're going to probably get a more uh, octaves because you're going to have to switch octaves every time you want to change a sound. Speaking of people, let me tell you what happened yesterday. So I'm, I have this question in my brain that's a very high-tech question regarding music and recording music. And I asked Dan, and do you know what Dan did? Came up with a solution. On the spot, no problem. That's who we're messing with here, ladies and gentlemen. A person that can just come up with how to record a certain thing a certain way and do this trickaroo off the top of his dome. And he, it wasn't like he had been thinking about this. I called. I heard family noise in the back. There was stuff happening, and he killed it. That's why he's the dude. People don't know the things you see. People don't know what you do behind the scenes. They don't know. Like they just you, think, they just think are, I'm all butt jokes and stuff like that. They don't know. Yeah. I mean, the, dude, listen. They don't you, know, Steve. You are so, you're, and you're the main one on the site pumping people up and giving them, hey, you guys can do it. Here's how you do it. Hey, I watched this movie. Like, you are the emotional center of Heroes of Noise. Oh, stop. You are. You're the emotional center. Hey, by the way, did it work? Did you try that little technique? Oh, well, I, I looked, uh, uh, I got on the Reddit stream that you showed me, and it's pretty much, it led me to a mastering thing. That's exactly what you do. You put all the tracks onto one mastering track and then master your whole album. Yeah, so what That's Steve's exactly. trying to do, well, Steve, tell him what you're trying to do. Okay, if anybody knows uh, a person, not well-known, underground artist named Stevie Wonder, Trying to get his name out there. Heard of him. Um, so in his on his albums, his his song, one song fades into the next song. So I wanted Dan. I was like, Dan, how do I make a song fade into another song? And he was like, okay. But all be separate tracks. Yes. And he came up with the solution literally within 45 seconds. It's pretty crazy. If it works. I hope it works for you because it seems to make the most sense. It w- and the thing is, that's why I wonder, I think you missed your calling. Well, listen, though, I just threw out like a term because I didn't know what it was called. See, so what, he's, what we decided he should do, or at least this is the idea I threw out at him. He wants all of his songs basically to be like one track. You've heard albums like this before, but it just it's continuous, yet the track still changes. So I said, just put everything in on one track, rather. And then like kind of crossfade it a little bit and then just so it, you know, it all plays continuously and then just put track markers down. But I don't know. Here's the thing, Steve. I don't even know if there are track markers. There are, there are, there, they, 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 there are, because in order to, uh, in your, the mastering session in Logic Pro, literally you can figure out where you want your track to end and start and I, end. And start. I think you would have like figured it nope. out. Nope. Nope. It was so frustrating. It was just getting frustrating. Here's what I think you missed your calling down. I think you would have been an incredible audio engineer. Well, I always said that I wanted to do that, but I was too much of a puss to move oh, to LA. Dude, you I was would've... too I was too scared, Steve. I was scared oh. of moving to I, LA. I get it because I get it because especially you have when you get, you know, have children and all that. But you would have I promise you in an alternate universe you did it and you are the audio engineer. Like you are the guy to call and if you can't do it and there and here's the problem. That Dan never says no. 
So you live in the studio. You'll never say no. That's the problem. That alternate reality, Dan, has a miserable marriage, has a lot of money, never says no, and is just working, 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 working. You wouldn't have been, I don't think you would have known how to be like, I, because you love it. You wouldn't know how to go home when you're doing what you love for a living. You wouldn't know how to go home, dude. Well, That's when I wanted problem. to, when I was thinking about doing that, I was what, 18, 19 years old. So I wouldn't have had a family yet or a family of my own, I should say. You weren't married so, yet? No, no. Cause I had oh. to, no, I kind of just jumped right into career mode once, once I got married. Gotta be a big boy. Don't want to chase my yeah. dreams. <laughs> oh man. You know, dude, but, but now here's the thing. I don't, I don't look back on it like, and regret it or anything like that. It's just the, the path I took, but I kind of agree with you. I'm not like smelling my own farts or anything like that, but I'm just saying like, that's, that is something that I really wanted to do. And I'll be really frank with you. I was just, I was kind of terrified of moving away on my own. I just was like a homebody or a, not necessarily like a mama's boy or anything like that. I just, I liked Fresno. All my friends were here. All my family was here and I just wasn't mature enough yet to really make that decision. But so I kind of regret that, but at the same time, I think I won. So it's fine. Oh, you no, 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 no. You totally won. There's no question you have a wonderful life. I'm just saying you didn't miss your calling. I just think you postponed it. I think you, you're doing it now. I think it's going to get, I think you're going to do more audio stuff than you think you will in the future. I don't even know, like if you weren't doing, if you, if something happened where they're like, oh my God, there are MRI robots that can do everything that we need them to do. I would say you're going to be fine because you could just put your information out there and be like, if you need an audio engineer and you could literally just start doing that online, you would be fine. You might even make more money than you make now doing it. I did flirt with the idea on Facebook, but I, I still haven't pulled the trigger on that of offering to edit other people's shows. Well, dude, you know, people make good. You mean, I was listening to a podcast and they were like, this show has been edited by such and such. And I was like, oh, that's right. People are done editing their own podcast now. They're just fishing it out for like a hundred a pop. But the if thing- you're doing, if you do three a day, that's $300 a day. If you do five a day, if you do eight hours like a normal shift, how much money did you make in that day? And we're not even talking about random. Say one day NPR is like, hey, can you do this podcast? You could charge them more than that. I really would like to do that, dude. <laughs> You're bugging. The thing is, though, is that I, I hate people sometimes. So, like, you know, you have to do contracts. I've been looking into it. You have to do some kind of contract mm-hmm. so you can establish this business rapport. And then... Yeah. It's one of those, like, okay, I edited your show. Eh, I didn't really like it. Can you do it again? Like that kind of shit. That's the stuff where I'm like, ah. Because I know what I like. And I'm not saying that just because what I like is what everyone else should like. But I know what sounds good to my ear, right? But who's to say that that's going to be the case for other people? Well, no. That's why, like, say uh, anybody, like, say I wanted somebody to mix my, my album. They tell you you get seven edits or six edits. That's it. Because we're not going to do this otherwise, because obviously all audio engineers know that people will just do it a million times. They're like, you get six edits. As in, we go, or three or four sometimes. They're like, or we'll go back and forth three or four times, and then it's done. It's over. Why? Because I'm an audio engineer, and I know better than you what sounds right. So you can give me a few edits. I will correct those. But once it's a second edit, that means what, you heard something new? 
that you want to know. We're going to do that three to four times and then we're done. So that's what you do. Like you'll get four free edits. Every additional edit is this much money. You know, the other thing about it is that I'm not studied in audio engineering, right? So it's kind of like, well, I can play the shit out of my guitar, but I can't read music. Oh, so fine, you know what I'm saying? So no, like again, I know what I what I think sounds good, but when people start yeah. going, to, man, you needed to fuck up with the megahertz a little bit more. Nobody's gonna say that, bro. <laughs> they say it a lot. Trust me. I follow. Who, I'm in this in pod- podcast. I'm in this podcast editing group, just kind of watching from the sidelines to see if this is something I want to jump into. But they said it. I'm saying the person that sends it to you, maybe not nine times. Yeah, that's all that matters. But I can't talk the lingo. Wouldn't you, you agree that if I can't really talk the lingo, no, and other people no. can, they might no. be more desirable. If I if someone if I can't talk to someone about certain if I call if I'm like, hey, I need this done, well technically it's at one hertz. It shouldn't be over five. I'd be like, I don't want to mess with you no more. I want someone to be like, how does it sound? Good, cool. Done. We're that conversation's over now. If you can't talk to me like a person, I don't want you mixing my stuff. Like, imagine Jay-Z being in the studio and them talking hurts. Do you want me to push-pull this segment right here through the fourth and fifth? Jay-Z be like, hey, 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 go to the chorus. Do you mean lines such as that? Like, we need an audio, we need another audio engineer. I want to be able to talk like a human being to this person yeah, and work fast. I you understand. Don't want no, do you mean the and that's what I would have bar to do. of, yeah. You got to just talk like a person. That's it. You, I would say, just for fun, do, be like, okay, I'm going to take one client. And if it's too much of a hassle, never just be like, okay, I'm not going to do that again. But if you can tell that it was a hassle because that person's a pain and you still got through it, you're going to be like, everything's downhill from here because I've dealt with the hardest person. We're good. So everything's downhill from here. If you did one client, you'd be fine, dude. You know what? It's going to be going back to how I used to be too, like on the word, the first season where it's like, there cannot be an um, no ums, you know, or uh, you can't do it that kind of stuff. There want. are a lot of people that like that where they just want you to chop every, I, yes. call, I think it's called de-umming if I'm not mistaken. They want all so, of those but, out. But the good thing is like people like, you know, when you listen to like uh, This American Life, they don't do that. And that's one of the biggest podcasts in the world. So you know that the big podcast probably sends you twenty, like nine hours of tape to whittle down or to of sound to whittle down. But they're like, just make it sound good. Put in the the uh, be like, well, I'm still taking out the ums. He's gonna be like, I don't care. But <laughs> we want it to sound like a human talking. That's the good thing about this American life. It sounds like people are talking. So, dude, you would kill. You would kill, bro. I promise you, you would kill. Is this the day my life changes, Steve? So I well, just do I it would, right after we re- record, maybe I should just go and place the ad and see if anyone bites. Yes, I would do it. I actually, I would, I would, um, I would get on that site I sent you a long time ago, where you just you put in what you do, and they'll they'll contact you, and they'll be like, okay, yeah, we want we want this done for our podcast, and just gee, just I have no idea just, what site you're talking about. I'll but send I'll, it. I'll send it again. Okay, I'll cool. send it again. All right, and and just do that, and if you get if you get uh. When you get, because I'm going to tell you right now, the way you are, it's going to get, it's going to take someone outside of yourself to say, oh, you're overstretching yourself because you're just going to be having fun. I'll be like, how many podcasts you do today? Oh, I did six. I'll be like, you're doing too much. It's going to take someone else to be like, you're doing too much. I've only edited someone else's show just one time. And that was for Paul Hart. It was more of a request though, because he, he doesn't really like. I don't think that mattered to him is what I'm trying to say. But I was like, hey, t- I was talking to him about this very thing, actually. 
And I said, hey, man, do you mind if I just do one just to kind of see if I can do it? And I guess he liked it. But I mean, you know, I think a lot of people just want like a raw podcast, which is totally cool, too. I mean, we've gone back and forth on this throughout this entire show. I like a higher production level, I guess, but it's not for everyone, dude. You know, so maybe my job will be easier than I thought. It will be much easier because I think the only thing that you would get from people are people being like, hey, uh, that conversation I wanted that was kind of like, ooh, uh, 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 I kind of want that normal. Just keep that the same. And you'll be like, oh, okay. Because they're never going to be like, you didn't do it well enough. They're going to be like, you t- you literally made it a brand new conversation. You overproduced it. <laughs> yeah, it's now a brand new conversation. I, uh, it's a great, there's a story, um, a story of uh, Stevie was doing a song and he cracked his voice. His voice cracked and, his, and he kind of missed the words. And they're like, all right, we're going to do that over. And he went. He just lost it. He's like, don't ever stop recording. Like, but you missed a, he's like, that's okay. That's what I want. I want people to know that it's real, that they can, oh, that's a real thing that happened and we're going to keep it because I'm in the zone is more important than what I'm saying. The groove is more important than what's happening. And I think that's where you're going to be like, okay, now I found out that the ums and the uhs, sometimes they need to be there. Sometimes you're going to take it out. You'll be able to tell the person, I'm not going to leave that in because there was an uh for 10 seconds. You just did not know what you were. So I took it out because it made it flow better. And they'll be like, oh, okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. That makes sense. Like, yeah, trust me. But some, you're just going to learn to leave. You're going to know how to make a conversation sound real without overproducing. But that's going to take, that's just going to be you doing it over and over and over again. And like I said, dude, the, the podcast I listened that I heard say, it was just a person was like, hey, I would love to do that podcast. And they're like, yeah, go for it. Because he just got done. Um, uh, he got he got sick of um, editing it. It was a slash film cast. He just got sick of editing it. Maybe I should like do some freebies for practice. That's normally how it goes. Like I know if I, if I was gonna do like my first, if I get an album placement and they're like, how much is it gonna be? How much does this song cost? I'll be like, since you're my first placement, it's free. But I want this one's on me. First it. one's free. First one's free, and I want you to tell other people they do. This dude could write the heck out of song. But I'm not going to be like, $50,000. No. I'm like, okay, listen. <laughs> How much you got? All... Exactly. And then I also got to find out. You also got to find out what they would just like. For me, I'd have to find out, Am I? are you just taking my track and recording over it? Or are you going to take it and have someone else produce it? Then I want to get paid then. Since I'm not going to. The only thing I'm going to have is songwriting credit. If you're just like, all I'm doing is this segment of This American Life? Or am I doing the show This American Life? If it's just a segment. Well, then you're going to price it different. But if it's the show... Yeah, dude. <laughs> yeah. Because, dude, Dan, all you need is one of those. You need one to do. And mind you, some people don't even edit. I mean, look at Joe Rogan's podcast. You think they edit a lot? No. It's no. just straight through. Yeah. Some, but, but NPR, and honestly, dude, I'm, I'm getting used to that, dude. I, I like it better. I'm a bit stammery fun. sometimes, particularly if I'm working late. If I do like a long stretch. And I'm staying up late. I get a little stammery. And that's always honestly been like, this is behind the scenes shit. But this has always kind of been a thing for me. So sometimes when I stammer, I used to take those out. But now I just kind of leave it in. Fuck it. This is how I talk. Yeah. And and the thing people like is just a natural flow of conversation. Like I like, I could just listen to people talk. That's why I loved, like I say all the time, that's why I loved Smodcast so much. Because I didn't know what their lineup was going to be. I didn't know, oh, they're going to do this, then this, and then at the end of the show, this is happening. So I could never fast forward. Why? Because I wasn't fast forwarding to anything. I wouldn't be like, let me go to the uh, reviews. 
No, I didn't know what I was going to miss. And I remember they had, let me tell you how, how crazy they were. They, at one point, um, uh, they would be doing a, talking about something and the song playing behind would reference what they're talking about. Whoever was editing it would be doing songs. But like one time they were talking about, hey, I need to learn how to surf. And they had the Beach Boys surfs up playing in the background. Maybe and they just had an engineer that was quick with that shit. Quick-witted nope. engineer. It was an editing thing because later on, remember they said, we stopped doing that because it just took too much time. The guy would have to find songs about what we were talking about. I'm like, you, dude, you know how much editing that is? For four hours? Yeah. If I'm being real, dude, I could go back and listen to some podcast all over again. Because oh, there's no question. There's so many of them. And there's, I mean, there's a ton I haven't heard. But would, is this a little, uh, maybe this is inaccurate. Is it safe to say that we've kind of, without really saying so, sort of modeled ourselves after that a little bit? Modeled the well, show sure. after it a little for bit? For sure. There's, I think we modeled after um, the people that we like so much. Like we, not, the reason, and it's weird because uh, I know I'm this person. I'm about to let y'all into Steve's head a little bit too much. Um. I used to, like, if a person would like me, I would like them. And it took me going to counseling where they're like, oh, no, you just like yourself in them. And I was like, oh, Jesus. So when I used to like people like Kevin Smith in them, I liked myself in Kevin Smith because he was doing what I would do. So that made me like him. And I was like, I can't. It was unhealthy, but I still like Kevin Smith now. That's why we do what they did is because we see ourselves in them. We would be doing what they were doing. If we made movies, it would be like that probably. That's how it would be. It wouldn't be some mega hit, huge monster thing. It would probably be a Chasing Amy thing. If we just were like, hey, Dan and Steve are making a Heroes of Noise movie. It would resemble more them, less Quentin Tarantino for sure. What would that be like, a Heroes of Noise movie? That would be like a... Not necessarily the content, but would it be like a Cheech and Chong kind of format? Like just a For slice sure. of life, a, a day in the life of? For sure. No huh. question. Huh. I got to stop being so boring, man. That would be kind of fun. No, it would be a, it would be a, we're, we started up, we start doing a podcast and something happens. Something happens and it sets us on a road yes. trip. Bingo. Like a zombie apocalypse happens and we're like, there's crap. our movie. There's our movie. We're, we're doing a podcast, right? Opening scene. Yeah. Cold uh -huh. open. We're in the middle of a podcast. We're talking back and forth, bantering and such. And then it comes on. Like, I, I pull it up and I'm like, hey, man, C2E2's this year. And you're like, oh, yeah, I'm going this time. So we're like, all right, cool. And then so we, we that's going to be our, our premise is we're going across the country to get to C2E2. But in between that, it becomes like a National Lampoon's vacation kind of a situation. That would be fun. Yeah. That would I like be, it. You Jeffrey, don't even cool, Jeffrey, dude. start writing, buddy. Jeffrey. Oh, that, 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 oh, that, Jeffrey. I'm calling you out, Jeffrey. Please. That would be in shenanigans ensue. Yeah. Shenanigans. And you know what you could do? You could literally on the way go through every single genre of movie. Like one city you go into, there's like this firefight happening. The next city gets all dark and gloomy and there's fog and there's a zombie apocalypse. We get through that city. That was weird. And you just literally go through city after city until you get to C2E2. And be yeah. like, dude, we just went through every possible genre of movie going to across the country. You're really up in the production value, Steve. Now we've got really. zombie apocalypse. Not really. I mean, look superheroes. at superheroes. Shaun of the Dead. I think zombie apocalypse are way too easy. The hardest thing are firefights from what I've seen. Also don't use helicopters. 
Yeah. That's mean, Dan. That's what? I should have said. Oh, I thought you were saying I said something. I'm like, wait, no, this is coming out of your mouth, buddy. That. Hey, that I just want to say that you did say that you enjoy seeing yourself in Kevin Smith. I just want to put that in your mind. Don't hit me. No, Mr. That's what she said. I'm just uh, Why didn't out. you say that, though? Because why you were in the middle. You were talking about something. You were being. I know, but I still would have laughed. You were being passionate, though, and I didn't want to send this off on another tangent because you know that's still, exactly what would happen. I would have laughed. I wonder how he's. I got to look him up and see what he's up to nowadays. I bet we can get him on, Dan. I bet you we can't. I'm not being a pessimist. I'm just Dan. being a realist. How not? How not? It would seem to me that a lot of people would want him on their show. Much like having Christina and Melissa on, it makes the job so much easier. That's true. But I mean, if we got. By the Christina way, I'm sorry, Mel- real quick, just while I'm thinking sorry. about it. By the way, uh, thanks again to Christina and Melissa for coming on last week. Uh, that was a really fun show. We got a lot of kind words about that show. You guys were fantastic. Just wanted to thank you again. Dude, wait, we get the likes of Christina and Melissa on. You don't think we can get Kevin Smith, G? You got a point. And also, I think we, like, we love kevin smith i will say that we love kevin Smith. i've even come around on the uh, last jay and silent bob movie we do you're assuming everyone likes him like we do i think a lot of people do some do some do but let's put it this way he is he's not a mega celebrity anymore but he's uh, he's still a celebrity i'd say he's <sighs> where do we where do we rank him let's see Dan, is he a star? Would, he's a star. He's not a superstar. I would say this. I would say we have. Okay, here's the thing. Here's the funny thing, Dan. I would say he's more famous than Joe Rogan, but Joe Rogan will be harder to get on a podcast. Mm, For sure. He's more famous yeah, than Joe yeah, Rogan. I'll give that to you. But Rogan is kind of riding a wave these days. He's still more famous than Joe Rogan. He's got all those all those MMA people. Here's the thing. If Joe Rogan said, we're doing a live podcast, and Kevin Smith said, I'm doing a live podcast, I think Kevin Smith brings more people that are willing to pay for it. I just, I think so. I could be wrong That's about this. That's a good question. You know what? I don't know, man, because um, <laughs> if I'm not mistaken, I'm pretty sure Rogan came to the shoreline. That's a lot of fucking people, dude. That's 20,000 people. That's stand-up. Stand up? No, I think it was his podcast. Am I wrong you about think that? So maybe I'm wrong. I think it was his. Po- I think it was his. Uh, maybe it's a stand up. Okay, okay. You know what? You're probably right. And here's oh, here's what I know, ladies and gentlemen. Quite honestly, I forget that he's a stand up comedian. Sometimes he's because you have to be funny to be one. Oh, so, <laughs> shots fired. <laughs> here's the thing. Here's what Joe Rogan couldn't do: Phil Hall H. That's what he couldn't dream of. Mm, yeah, you're probably right. You know what? Really, it's, just, it's all about fan base. And it's all about yeah. just what you're into. About fandom is really what I'm trying to say. And Kevin Smith has a bigger fan base than Joe Rogan. Yeah, you're, I think you're right. Like, I mean, he's just garnered. And it's, it's not just because, oh, I'm a fan. It's because of the way he treats his fans. That's it. It's how cuddly he is, wonderful he is. He never attacks people. He just took a different route than Joe Rogan did. And and also he's catering to a different fan base. Joe Rogan, I could not be in a group of his fans. I could not be in a group of Joe Rogan fans. Lots of bros. Lots of bros. And I'm I'm almost sure I'm gonna see some high level black boots somewhere in that group. For sure. <laughs> <laughs> that, 
There's not a freaking question that I'm definitely going to see some short hairs and long boots. But in Kevin Smith's crowd, I am going to be comfortable wherever I roam. I know that um, I can just, if someone's at the bar and they're talking, if I'm just like, oh, I like that movie, they're not going to be like, Steve, mind your own business. I'm now part of that conversation because that's the kind of crew he garners. I will say that the several times that I've seen him, it's always been around like-minded individuals. WonderCon and then Dude. Jay and Silent Bob. Uh, what was their podcast called? Not Strike Back. That's the movie. They had a, a Jay, oh, Jay and Silent Bob Get Old. Saw that in Sacramento. And then, of course, the uh, the one I just went to last year. And you loved it, right? I, which one? Last year? Oh, snap. All of them. Uh, I had fun. I Like I said, I wasn't really into Jay and Silent Bob. Uh, Jesus, what the hell is the name of that reboot? I wasn't into that movie. But I think it's because I was kind of drunk when I went in there. But after watching it a couple of times, I'm like, you know what? I get it. It's funny. But Evening Whiffs you liked. Yes. And you loved all the times you heard him talk. Well, Evening With, to be honest, I, I liked those. I, I've watched them before, but I've never been to a live one before. Oh, I thought you went to an Evening With. Mm-mm, no, I just told you what I went to. Keep I know, up. But I thought Keep one up, son. was the Evening With. Mm-mm. No, it was the Jay and Silent Bob Get Old. And then yes. the other one was, wasn't really an Evening With. It was just a... Uh, like he came out and talked for an hour before the movie started. And then the other time was just running, like walking past him at uh, WonderCon. And you said, you said you got a picture, right? No, not of Kevin Smith. Oh, Dan, you got Christian Slater and you didn't get Kevin Smith. I do have a few, but no, it just wasn't, I wasn't feeling it. There's a, wrong, there's a right a and a wrong time. And maybe it's all wrong now, but you know, it is weird. dude. I mean, it is a, you, I think you kind of like with autograph signing and getting, Number one, there are there going to be people like The Rock where it does not matter when you approach him, he will make it happen for you. Why? Because he thinks he just made your year, which he probably did. Would you take a he, picture with The Rock? Oh, no question. No, I'm saying you're at Disneyland or wherever and you see him. Do you go up to him and make the move? Absolutely. Really? I can't see you doing that. I don't think I'd take a picture. I would just be like, dog. Dog. You would just give him some respect. Yeah, I give him the dap hug thing. Be like, bruh, listen, and then leave. That'd be a good picture, though. Just the two of you and a selfie. That'd be a good picture. You wouldn't. Take it would that? be good, but I wouldn't take it. I would. I probably wouldn't. I. I haven't taken. I've never done the taking a picture with celebrity thing. I've met them. I just never took picture. I met a grip of them, and I just never took pictures with them. Yeah, I got a thing. I don't know why I do that. I like it. I get it. I. I think it's cool to do. I just rather have conversations where I'm just like, guess who I talked to for 10 minutes just now? We're just random conversations with people. Because if you're like, take a picture, it's done. The conversation is over now. Right. But if you just sit there and talk to them, they'll be like, yeah, this, this, that, and this, and this, and that. And it's just like, oh, I just had a long conversation with such and such. That's pretty crazy. I I would have to say that's never really happened for me as far as having these long, unless you count like Julianne Emery, where we, you know, interviewed her on the show and stuff like that. And we just started talking real. That was cool. But as far as going up to somebody and and having, you know, a long conversation, I'm never in a scenario like that. It's always going to be like, hey, you mind if I take a picture real quick? Bye. You don't want to bug anybody. But that's really like I it's something that I wish I had. I wish I had the instead of conversating, like conversating, I would just take a picture. But I always want to I always want to be like, how does it feel to be like famous? It's crazy, right? Like for in my brain, I'm like, this is nuts, right? So, like, you and your bell, Melissa, are at the same scenario. You're at Disneyland. Mm-hmm. You see The Rock. Go yeah. up to him, mad respect, shake his hand, have a little conversation with him. And she says, Steve, get in, get next to him. Let's take a picture or take a picture with him. Do you do it? 
Um, if he, here's the thing. Once she says that, and I don't know, obviously, but The Rock's the type to be like, come on. Like, he might be like, come on, let's do this. Yeah. Let's, let's do this thing. But if he's like in a rush, I'd be like, no. If he has like a suit on and glasses, I'm like, he's going somewhere. Let's just not, let's not even do this. You know what I'm saying? But I think if, because I remember I, there, I've, I was next to Stevie and didn't take a picture. I didn't take a picture. Oof. Do you regret no. it a little bit? No. Because it's my memory. It's mine. No one else gets that. That's good. As long as you're no. good with it. I'm there now. If I had a chance to take a picture with anyone in the world, um, I you know what? Let me let me change that. I did take a picture with one of uh, the great minds of the day, Michael Eric Dyson, um, because he gave a talk, and it was a talk about him. It's just amazing what he who he was talking about. And afterwards, I shook his hand. I was like, dude, you're just incredible. And we took a picture. That what was, was this. It was at Fresno State. Oh, yeah, but that's the only time I've taken a picture with um uh like as in i want to get a picture i don't think i've done that and i'm my, and my mom has a picture i don't think she took a picture but um what's that like an old uh from the jeffersons one of the people from the jeffersons held me as a baby oh please say it was sherman hemsley no it was one of the ladies and she held me as a baby and my mom was like, she was walking somewhere and she stopped and she was like, oh my God, and picked me up. And she's like, we didn't get a picture, but uh, because people, I don't know if you know this, and which you don't, when I was little, people thought I was a girl because my mom had my hair really long. Like she had, she braided my hair. <laughs> oh, y'all adorable. And she was like, oh, but no pictures. Um, but like, if you saw The Rock, would you approach The Rock and be like, Hey, can I get a picture? Uh, it would have to be the scenario. Like, if the scenario is right, probably. Would you? Would you take a picture? Okay, <laughs> you I'll know my hold. least my least proud picture. I don't know if I've talked huh. about this. I, I think I've talked about it somewhere. My least proud picture that I have with a quote unquote celebrity is with Gail and I. And this is all obviously before everything happened. Jared of Subway. <laughs> I saw that. That is He's still so looking funny. good. Yeah, that is so. You know what I would love? We were to do? so trashed when we saw him in Vegas. You know what my dream picture is? Who's that? With a porn star. Yeah, I would do that. Do you know why? Because if if anyone recognizes her, I'm like, ah, ha, ha. <laughs> <laughs> you can always show it to people. And if they, most some people are like, who is that? Or if I show it to people, they're just like, oh, that. I'm like, ah. <laughs> That's why Steve has no problem going to weed events in town, just because it's that it's that safety right there. How'd you know I was looking at you? <laughs> you weren't looking at me. <laughs> I would love to get a picture with a famous one and just be like, or one famous one and one niche one, where if you know the niche one, I'll be like, dude, you be watching, homie. Daggone, you knew her name. <laughs> oh, my <laughs> God. But yeah, I would. that would be a fun one to get. That would be a fun one to get. Um, I'm looking at a picture right now as we speak. It's me with the cast of the boys. And it's this whole thing's all celebrities right here. That's Listen beautiful. to this lineup. Kevin Shanks, that's a fucking celebrity right there. Brian that from PCL, that guy's yeah. a superstar. And then, of course, Nana Pratt, who's still in listeners from Damn us. Yeah, And doing a show. Ladies and gentlemen, real quick, just so I can say it and I don't forget, Favon was on the latest episode of Blurds Are Us. And I'm going to put the link in. So if you haven't heard the show, I'm going to put the link in and y'all should listen to it because this is how, as he put it, podcasts collide. He said, I put it that way. And then he put it that way. I'm going to go back at him and say he put it that way. And that uh, this is where podcasts collide. 
So that's beautiful. Check it out, man. It's like two and a half hours long or something like that, too. So they were just chatting away. Listen, here's the thing. I think that's really cool. I want to see more of that. I think it's going to, I think a lot of, you already know, man. Like in my, we, when we first started, you know, talking about meeting people and all that yeah. stuff, I was like, one day, man, we're just going to be going on each other's pod and it's happening. Like it is legit happening now and i don't think i well i do i try to make it a point uh uh, i read this book recently and it was talking about how before you do anything get up take five minutes to just be thankful think about everything you wanted everything that's come to pass and everything that might come to pass and be thankful before you turn on twitter facebook anything wake up and just think about things you're thankful for and that starts your day off and also i know it's going to sound ridiculous they said put your hands up in like a yes like you're cheering. They said, it sounds stupid, but it makes your body thinks you're excited for something. So just be like, yes, don't even make the sound and just get up and go about life. Hmm. And dude, it freaking works. Sounds like, like an influencer kind of thing. Like something it, they'd say on Instagram. No, it, it was it, it was actually in a book. They're like, you know, it's tricking your mind. Have you ever, uh, did I ever tell you about that song called Welcome to, or that song, a book called Welcome to Your Brain? No. Okay, well, then I'm not going to talk about it. Anyway, <laughs> it's, it's pretty in-depth in how your brain works and how it... I did tell you the one thing where on it asks you to think about uh, a thing, and then you read a page, right? right? And then later on, they're like, oh, you remember that thing we told you to think about? You thought of this. And it was right. And they said, do you know why you thought about that? It's because we primed you for the last two pages to think about this thing. That's why we knew you were going to think about it. And so it's, and it's telling you, here's how you trick your brain into doing stuff or feeling a certain way, even if you don't want to. And one of the things is like, just be thankful. There's a lot of things you wanted to happen that did. But once it happens, you forget about it. Oh, already did that. Go back and be like, I always wanted that. And I, got, I wanted a keyboard. I got it. I wanted a studio. I got it. I wanted to do this. I got it. I wanted to have it. I got it. I have a healthy son. And just think about all these things and then move on about your day. I'll try that. You know what? Honestly, in all seriousness, I could use that shit right now. Like, I, I, I don't know if it's if I'm just in my head about it, but I feel like I'm at a lower level when I'm talking right now. Like, in other words, lower energy levels, what I'm getting at in comparison to some of the other shows. So I'm going to try that because I really do. I, I'm dead serious. I really think this shit is getting to me a little bit. So I apologize if I'm not uh, no, I knew this was gonna going back and ep- forth with you the right, you know, in the right fashion. No, I knew this was going to be a weird episode. Oh, it's I a weird think, episode now. Thanks. For, no, it's different. Thanks, man. I, like, I, <laughs> I woke up in a, I was like, oh, this is going to be an interesting, like not bad. I was just like, this is going to be an interesting day and it's going to be a good episode. We're going to talk about, I knew we were going to free will it a little bit. Yeah. I, I mean, was actually looking forward to that. I, I, I love free will it. And I think um, like, I'm glad we talked about two things. Really? The big thing, obviously, you know, other than the fact that we have a freaking group of people that are awesome that are now recording on each other's podcast. Amazing. That, that can go an interesting direction that I might talk about later. I smell something, dude. Anyway. What? Um, <laughs> I just think there's a lot of possibilities there. I think I know where you're going with this, but I... No. <laughs> I, I, I think that there's, there's, a lot of, there's a lot of interesting things that could actually... Oh, please. We've got all the time a, in the world, Steve. Well, no, no, no. Because I do want to talk about some things. I have a surprise watch. that. I oh, okay. Let's do it. Let's do it. But I do... I think that there's things... Uh, Anyway, we'll get to that later. But my main thing I, I want to talk about, or, or I'm glad we talked about, was 
Like you doing the audio editing, that's the most no-brainer thing ever. It's such a no-brainer that once you make stupid money on it, I will always be like, you could have been doing this 15 years. I will always be saying, like, imagine if you would have started five years ago. You, This is your thing. And literally it wouldn't take but a few hours out of your day, which right now I'm assuming that you're not doing a whole lot with in certain days. Certain days you have two hours to spare. And so you would be like, let me edit this person's podcast. Yeah. And if they start telling other people like, dude, go to Dan, go to Dan, go to Dan. Next thing you know, you're going to have to be telling people, if you need this by this time, I'm unavailable. And on that day, it'll be like, see, you did it. I'm just going to float this real quick. What the hell? If anyone out there that's listening has a podcast episode, maybe they want to have edited just to throw me a bone and let me practice on it. Feel free email me or something like that or hit me up on Facebook cuz I want to try this out. I'm going to do I'm going to I'm going to try, Steve. Sometimes Thank people fail. Thank you. But I'm going to try. No, you're not going to fail. Here's the thing. Dan, think about this. 2 years ago. I got to say this. A friend of mine asked me to say some MC lines. Go on. <laughs> <laughs> or 2 years ago a friend of mine told me Alize and Chris go blows your mind. You don't remember that song. Take it off my coat. Clearing my throat. I got my mind made. That's Tupac. No big deal. It's just my homeboy. We took. A, <laughs> we didn't take a picture together. Um. So, uh, two year about two years ago, Dan was like, "Hey, man, I fa- I heard this really really good podcast," and I was like, "What podcast is it?" He's like, "Pop Culture Leftovers." I was like, "Really?" And it was we were already doing a podcast. He was like, "Man, they're so good. They're so funny. Man, I wish I can get in touch with them." Fast forward to now, where you've been on their show three, four times. I miss you, Brian. Where you at, man? Do you ever sit Brian? in the... Hello? <laughs> I don't know. He's that, not here. That by itself, when you, if you wake up in the morning and be like, I wanted that and it happened. Remember that. I'm now friends with people that I used to listen to, that I used to look up to and be like, wow, they're really good. You're now friends with them. You had an episode with Julianne Emery. You guys are now following each other. This is stuff... That people that just started be like, if I get there, I'll be happy. So you have to make a conscious effort to be like, I am happy. I did these things. I'm yeah. doing okay. I like what you're saying, dude. Seriously. And thank you very much. This is not my best episode, and I'm very sorry about that. But you're you're making a lot of sense, and I'm going to think about this shit today, and I'm going to turn it around. I'm going to flip it around so 112 will be better again. Nice. I love that group, by the way. Um, so, <laughs> um, oh, uh, contact information. Oh shit! I almost forgot, sir. We were just having this. This uh, you were just encouraging me, you know. And dude, I think something's gonna happen. I have a feeling. I'm gonna start pulling some. You know what, dude? How much you charging? Hold on, hold on. I don't you know want, anything. You want to talk about this later? Yeah, let's talk about it later. You don't even have an idea what you're gonna charge. I have no clue. This is. I'm just dipping my toe in the water right now, bro. Okay, okay. I have some ideas, man. You always got ideas, and I'll tell you, <laughs> some of them are very good. Some of them are crazy. Yeah, some of them are off the chain, but I have an idea, dude. I mean, I listen, we have a lot of time that we can talk about this shit, but right now we don't have that much time. So, that said, hi everybody, welcome to the show, episode 111, my name is Dan Ramirez, and I got some information for you. If you want to get a hold of the show, hit us up at heroesofnoisepodcast at gmail.com, that is heroesofnoisepodcast at gmail.com, that's where you're going to reach me, send your podcast to me. Help me out. Help me uh, start this budding career. I'm over the food truck. It's time to do podcast editing. So help me out, all right? But anyway, just hit us up and say hi. That's what's for. 
on Twitter. You can hit us up at Heroes of Noise. You can reach me, Dan, at Dan Q Public. And you can reach Steve Hudson at SE underscore Hudson Music. You can also go to www.heroesofnoise.com and you can get it all there, basically. Leave us a voicemail, subscribe to the show, subscribe to our friend shows, buy some merch, stay a while. It's a nice place. And of course, like I said earlier, join the Heroes of Noise podcast community on Facebook. It's a wonderful place. With that, back to you, Steve Hudson. Also, the um, the thing that I was saying to, to join to do stuff is called airgigs.com. Airgigs.com. Gigs, yes. So, Dan, occasionally, there's a show that happens that kind of is in the circle. And when I say circle, it's you and like two other people talk about it. Okay. And the show, the show is normally like, I feel bad because I'm like, I know it's going to be a show that they get that I don't, but I didn't want to talk about it. <gasps> I hope it's what I think it is. I didn't want to talk about it until I got it to, I, until I watched the whole thing okay. to give it a shot because every, you're so into this show, right? You're so into this show that I'm like, let me give it a shot. So we're talking about Dave. Yes. Hold on. I'm just saying, I'm just glad you watched it. Okay, there we go. And I thought, I, I knew, I was like, okay, it's probably going to be a show that Dan gets that I just don't get. And it's probably going to be a show that people like way more than I'm ever going to like this. And I watched the whole thing, and I'm here to tell you, it's better than you guys said it was. I'm telling you, dude. It is. Dave is the best series that's come out this year. So much better than, okay, here's the thing. It's better than people, I think it's went over people's heads. That people that liked it, I don't think they know what they watched. I don't think they understand what just happened on TV. Mm-hmm. I genuinely do not. No, dude. Dave is... Oh, keep going. I like what you're saying. He, so, so I turned the show on, and immediately, it was within two to three episodes, it was, I know exactly what you think of me. I struggle with what you think of me because am I that person? Am I just taking this, this music genre that is not really my genre and making a profit on it? These people around me, am I just using one of the guys as a cosign, a random black cosign? I was like, he is literally attacking everything. He's like, I don't know, am I? I don't know. And it's just like, this is a beautiful way to be like, this is how I live my life. I'm I'm insecure. I don't know what up, what's up and down. I know that I'm supposed to put on this random facade when I'm in business meetings. That's not even really me. Right. Or is it me? Am I this guy? I don't know, but I might as well go with it. Dude, listen. When he said, when his manager says, hey, guess who I spoke to? And the guy says, who? He said, Todd Dillerson. He said, Todd Dillerson. And Dave was like, you mean Ty Dolla Sign? He's like, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I, said, I said, that is the joke of the year. And he's like, his real name is not Todd Dillerson. <laughs> I said, this is, this is what comedy is. And let me tell you something, dude. I picked, okay. I was literally wiping my eyes when his hype man episode five Jesus, great episode man that's what and honestly that's when i was like okay 
I've been I've got everything so far. I get the show. I like this show. Now I love this show because now I love real issues. And what's uh, I don't know if you're aware of this. Gata, the guy that's his hype man, he actually is uh, bipolar. Is so he really? everything that they're putting in this, this is the important part. Yes. They put a little bit of fiction on it to shine it up for television and everything, but it's all really like, it's based on Dave's life, Dave Bird's life, Jeez, Lil Dicky's life. Dude. And this is how like right now he has a song on, um, on his own professional rapper and it's uh, called Molly. Right. So his girlfriend in the show is named Allie. Yes. Okay. They, Oh, slick. So spoiler, if you don't want to hear this part, um, just fast forward, I don't know, like two, a minute or something like that. But in real life, they broke up and he wrote this song. It's like the only serious, like truly serious song. Like, I think he takes everything seriously, but it's like a serious uh, tone to it. And uh, it's like one of the best songs on the album, in my opinion. And uh, he actually makes note of it too. Like, I've never written anything like this before. This is like the most serious song I've ever done. But I think that's where we're going with this. Because if you know the penultimate episode, things happen. Dude, dude. Oh, lots, lots of things happen. <laughs> Yeah, the Breakfast Club. And then when and that actually and that happened. That was on uh, on a sway, by the way. I don't think he was on Breakfast Club at that point. I think he's actually doing a. a, You can find it on YouTube. It's when he's on sway in the morning, and he's talking about uh, he's just doing like this freestyle rap, which actually ended up becoming a song called "Bruh" on the album. And I'm thinking that what he did on the last episode is pretty much just mirroring that. You know what I mean? Like he's he's keeping you on track with his career. I think that's really awesome. Out of all, you know, like everything else that's going on with the show and all the character building and just the the some of the tones are really deep. You know what I mean? Like he's still putting forth like this is my story. I can't wait for season two, man. It's Dude, so fucking good. It really actually had me rethink a thing randomly. Like Gata is. What he represents is every friend that should believe in you. Like, if you put out a song and everybody's like, it's not good, but you had Gator next to you being like, no, 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 no. They don't get it yet. When he told Charlemagne, this is the biggest rapper in the world, you're going to see later. You don't see now, but you will see later. I said, that is a friend everyone needs. That And that's it made me rethink. Uh, th- there, was a, there was a battle between Teddy Riley and Babyface. That was a travesty. But Teddy Riley was playing a song and his hype man was dancing his butt off in the background, just going crazy. And we all made fun of him. And I was like, wait a minute, though. Shouldn't that be what your friend does? That's what you'd want. That's what you'd want. But we're making fun of him because it's like, that dude's going. Yeah, that's what you'd want. He's losing his mind for his friend's music. And there's a part where Dickie is in the studio with YG. And he's like, you don't rap, man. You don't rap. And he's like, yeah, I do rap. He's oh, like, that's, no, ep- that's the first episode, yeah. And so he finds like, okay, well then rap. And he raps. And he kills it. And literally, five seconds later, he's like, man, I was crazy. Anyway, we out of here. Why? Because talent doesn't matter anymore. You being able to rap doesn't matter. It's another thing that matters. Yeah, you can rap great. Next. And I'm like, that is literally, they're talking about the music industry. Yeah, you're amazingly talented. And anyway, I'm going to go out. I'm leaving. Maybe I'll come back and do the session. It just was like, whatever. Whatever. Yeah. <laughs> I was That's like, why that a lot of shit true. music gets put out. <laughs> a lot of crap music. And it's just like, yes, yeah. a lot of crap you're, music. You're right. You're amazing <laughs> rapping. Anyway, Snapchat, peace, I'm out. And he thought, well, this should have been the, and what gets him popular? 
acting stupid. That's what gets him popular. Somebody suck me. Exactly. He's like, and, and, he, and I, I'm wondering if the people that watch it is just like, oh, this is funny. Or does he, re- do they realize he's making a commentary of our current situation? Or is it like talent doesn't matter. Mm-hmm. You have to do something stupid. Now people may be watching you, but they only reference one song where they're like, hey, you're the somebody suck it guy. And it's like, and he's like, yeah, I'm a rapper. And then I lo- and it's just, there's so many different levels. But again, I liked, liked, liked the show so much. But when five hit, because it's out of nowhere, it just starts. You're like, wait, what? Are we doing a Gata? And then, because throughout the whole episode, throughout the different episodes, you see Gata flash on somebody. And even the manager was nervous. He's like, dude, you just, like, you just handled that crazy. And he's like, yeah, it was just another day. And that's when the manager knew, oh, I'm not, I didn't have the life like he had. I'm in over my head. Because I said, oh, yeah, we grew up in, I grew up in a tough neighborhood too. Oh, no, I didn't. This was a situation that I almost pissed my pants. But then when it shows, no, but this is where Gata gets his an, his animation from. It was incredible, dude. And his mother trying to get him through it and breathing with him and not judging him and, you know, feeling him feeling like he's a monster. Like, why am I tied to this bed? Am I some sort of beast? Yeah, when he lost it in that, was it a shoe store or anything that he lost it in? Yes, yes. And he's like, and because he sees in himself what others don't. He sees in everyone what others don't. So when the guy was like, you ain't going to be nothing, he's like, you see what I'm going to be. Watch. I'm going to show you all what I'm going to be. Watch me. And he just doesn't feel like anyone believes in him. And it's a beautiful thing that in the studio when he tells everyone. Yeah, it's such a beautiful scene. They all just are like, hey. We're all good. We're all straight. And that doesn't, and then it comes, and then the engineer comes into play. And the engineer is all of us too. Yeah, L's. I like it. Yeah. He's the person that is trying his hardest to get in, but he just can't. You know what I'm saying? People see him like Dan is an MRI technologist. That's what you do. And then they're like, I also do this. Yeah, 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 but scan me though. Be like, yeah, but I also do this other thing. Yeah, tell me about that after you scan me. That's what he is. He's an audio engineer. That's what you do. Oh, I make beats too. Yeah, yeah, me too. Just pump my put my audio in the right. Yeah, yeah, me too. Yeah, okay, okay, yeah, okay. He's like, yeah, but I do this. You're discouraging me now from our uh, based on our former conversation. <laughs> well, no, no, no. That's what, but the thing is, he just like the guy told him. He's like, why didn't you tell me you made beats? Oh, I tried to. He's like, no, 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 no. You didn't try to. He checked him. No, you didn't. You didn't put it in my face to make me listen. You need, you, you, he's like, you kind of were sleeping. You remember? He was like, you kind of were sleeping on yourself. You should have told me. Well, I tried to tell you. No, you didn't. And I was like, he's right. He didn't. He did not. He didn't do what you did and put your stuff, like say, Dan says, I'm going to say, I do this thing. Hit me up if you want it. When did he ever do that? He just kind of suggested and then went right back into what he did. Yeah. I said, dude, this show. I've been this trying show. to tell you. I'm so glad you finally did it, man, because I've been oh, trying to tell so you. Good. I might rewatch the whole thing. And I, I I have. And I was kind of like uncomfortable because I was like, why won't he watch this? You know, I was like getting like, what the hell? Like, he usually it's takes so my good. opinions to heart and you just weren't having it. At least I thought you weren't having it. You just be like, yeah, that's cool. 
That's cool. Dude, I w- well, I was I started and I didn't want to say anything about it until I finished. And when I finished, I it was I mean, because the thing is, I was like, I'm just an emotional person, probably. But it's good to know. No, no, no. That Gata episode got everybody. Yeah. It got everybody. If you have a heart, it got you. Because Gata is the most genuine character on a television show that I have. I don't remember a more genuine person. Do you get the feeling that that's just really him? That's what I get the feeling of. I really think it's just him. And then when, and the thing, when he kissed him on this cheek at the end, and Dave was like, you don't understand how long I've been waiting for this <laughs> moment. And I, I just love, and then you, you see how they caricatured Charlemagne. Charlemagne stood in for all black people. He's like, are you just taking our music and me? Like he, that's not how Charlemagne talks. He was, I was thinking, man, he's coming at him awfully hard on this. No, that's not Charlemagne. He used him as a personification of all black folks. Yeah. Be like, now you're being, this is the question. And he said, I don't know. You're right. Am I? I didn't think I was, but now that you say it, I, maybe I, I don't know. And I'm like, it's so beautiful that he didn't take this time to be, no, let me tell you why I'm not. Because no, little Dick, he was like, I don't know. Am I? It could. I'm sorry if I did. I'm like, oh, this is so good. He's just like, I don't know. And then he made the made the song and he was just like, yeah, I'm doing this thing. And and at one point he's like, I might be a culture vulture. But anyway, he's like, I don't know. But we're just going to have fun right now. I'm like, little Dicky, if people don't understand what they just watched, if they don't get, I mean, he, the whole, even the sexual chemistry between him and his girl. Yeah. Like, he's like, what are you talking about? I just said this on an album. It doesn't mean I want to do it. Yeah, but now that you said it, and I'm like, yeah, that does put a weird thing now. Now that you said it on, line, on, on track, she's like, I might be into that. And he's like, I'm not going to do that. I'm like, yeah. I'm, j- I'm just going to keep quiet about this part. <laughs> <laughs> I'll let you talk about it for once. Yes. And, and, and it was funny because he's just like, I don't want to do that. Well, she's like, I'm, and it's a, and it's, it has nothing to do with music. It's a thing that they're now going through. And, and it's, it goes into their sexual issues, but it also goes into his issues with his own, I don't want to ruin it, but he has a, an issue with his own body. But you don't even have to use your own, what his issue is. Everyone has an issue with their body. There's a problem part they don't like. So put that there. Fine. Whatever problem part you you don't like is the thing. That's what it is, you know? And you don't want people to see you. A lot of people in relationships to this day, you'll say, how many times, so say you've been together for three years. How many times have you seen your significant other in the daylight naked? A lot of people be like, they don't like that because I don't want them to see me naked in the daytime. Because everyone's not comfortable with themselves. And I love how this this that episode kind of dealt with that. Be like, look, man. And at the end, they were in the light naked with each other. Now, it was an uncomfortable situation, but there were lights on them and they were like, hey, we're in the most compromised situation ever on this random table. That was so funny. And I was like, I love this, dude. I In every episode that I pushed play on, I couldn't wait to see what they were going to do. That's the thing is that this show, with each episode, there's like a take home. 
right? Yes, yes. Uh, or, you know, maybe not necessarily like a take home, like a life lesson or something like that. But these, they're all super, there's no filler episodes in this whatsoever. No. Not a one. No, not even. And and, and there's, there's one where the manager was, you know, the manager gives him a, a, he's a friend more than anything, but the manager gives him very long rope to be like, all right, just be dicky. But there comes a point where he's just like, you are messing up everything. I Do your he's fucking like, job, he tells him. Yes. And he's just like, I'm trying to, but if you're not willing to compromise on anything except for, you'd be like, well, I don't want them touching my, my, my uh, creativity. He's like, well, then if you're willing to say no, and then everyone he talks to, he's like, would you change your creativity? And they're like, for $250,000, yeah. And it's, it was his privilege not understanding how much money that was. Everyone around him is like, what are you talking about? Yeah. Well, it $250,000? Yeah. It kind of goes into what you were saying, though. Like you were, It goes against what you were saying, rather, because you were saying that he's a very insecure guy, and he is, and he's not really sure how he should portray himself but the one thing that he is completely confident on is his or is his talent and he knows that he's going to be like the greatest rapper in his head he is going to be the greatest rapper that ever lived totally and, and he just and ne- yes. he never falters from that shit the, the entire time to a point where it kind of gets him in trouble he almost loses everything for it because he's so overconfident it, it teaches sure. you're watching dave grow as a rapper and also as a human being and having a you know make like choose your battles basically Totally. And make certain decisions that are going to be advantageous for everyone around you, not just yourself. And also making decisions that aren't going to be detrimental to your career. Like all of this is in there. You just have to pay attention and, you know, don't don't lock on to like the I think with Lil Dicky, I think of his problem is it's not a problem. But I think that people tend to just go, oh, satirical. It's it's goofy. I don't want to watch it. I don't want to listen or whatever. But he's fucking talented, whether or not you like the content of what he's rapping about or whatever. He's super, super talented. And um, I think it's just really awesome to watch him, his character just grow to the point of having to like shed, like, I don't know if this is what's going to happen or not. But like I said, if it's true to life, he has to break up with Allie because she's, it's just not going to work. He knows that's going to stop his career, you know? So he really goes for it, man. He's a, he's a pretty deep dude. I've kind of been doing like a little Dicky study ever since I discovered him. And he's fucking, he's, he's really smart. And, um, I think I could hang with this dude. <laughs> I would love to oh, just sit no, no and question. have a conversation with him, man. I think we could just talk for fucking hours. No, and I love how he he was like, uh, Charlamagne was like, hey, you introduce yourself as Dave. He's like, well, that is my name. Right. I just, Dave, I'm the man behind Little Dicky. I'm not Little Dicky. I'm the man behind Little Dicky. So call me Dave. I'm not going to. I was like, that is so. And here's one thing that I got from this. And I honestly have been thinking about this. If you have a a person in your life that you love, you cannot think you're the best at something and act as if you're the best at something and have a totally 50-50 relationship and a good relationship. You yep. can't. If you're hungry, it's just not going to work. It's not. If you say, I am the best at this thing, I am the best, that person's going to, the other person has to give a piece of themselves away. Mm-hmm. To Sacrifice definitely in, is totally. Involved. It can't has be, to be 50-50. If you want a 50-50 relationship, you can't be with someone who thinks they're the best at something in the world. You just can't. You know what I'm saying? And I was like, what a devastating reality that is. And it, I don't think that there's any way around it. And I think that's why star a lot of stars don't make it. Because some of them are like, look at Tom Cruise. 
<laughs> he's very different, yes. Yeah, he's different. Look at every... He's different. And look at... um, Even though... I mean, look at everyone that, that has the bombastic personality where it's just like, I am the best at this thing. No one can be better than me. A lot of them are single or they go through different people. They go through a person until the person gave everything they can. They can't give anymore and leaves. And they're like, well, then you got to go because I am the best at this thing. People walk up to me. I sign autographs. And all they're doing is blowing my head up even more, telling them I'm and it's not that he, there's a part where he asked his girl to take a picture. He wasn't being mean. That's who he is now. He has to be that. In order to be great, you have to think you're the best. That's it. You can't be like, I'm okay, and then be great. You cannot. If I walk up to Jay-Z and be like, I bet you I could outwrap you, he'll be like, you can't because I'm the best. Period. He's just with someone else who thinks they're the best, and notice which one kind of takes the back seat. Jay. Beyonce is the best. So Jay takes the back seat. It's a good partnership because he's he's willing. It seems good partnership. Like, to be like, I get that she's the headliner. He gets it. But he's also had years of being the headliner. But it I in it, it was so devastating at the end. I'm like, I'm not gonna tell you how it happens, but or what happens, but it's very real. I don't if you're going to be the best at something. It's going to take the person that you're in love with to give a piece of themselves up and leave it to be able to be with you. You're being all secretive about it. And I've already like said it twice on the show. <laughs> well, you said you did say if they, you said if they break up. Spoilers. Yeah. But yeah. Um, no, what did you think yeah. about one more uh, episode? What did you think about his, uh, we're talking about his growth, the episode with his friends from camp and what happens at the end of that episode? It was, you know, here's the, here's the part that got, here's the part that uh, made me, uh, I'm glad you brought that up because it wasn't his growth that baffled me. It was the fact that he didn't even know he grew until he realized the friends that he kept. Right. The growth was the friend that he kept. He kept the most important person. So technically he did grow. He just recessed for them. He was already grown. He just recessed for them because his friend was even like, what the hell was that all about? He's like, what do you mean? He's like, yeah, you, what you, like. He's he, pissing was, your pants for your yes, friends. Yes, like, literally. you recessed. You went backwards for them. So I don't, th- I think Dickie still has a lot of growing to do. He just is surrounded by people that are mature, more mature than he is. His surrounding people, even Gata and his boy Els, are more mature than him. The least mature is the person that speaks well, his friend. Michael is the least mature out of the crew because he's like him, kind of. He just speaks better. That's all. Everyone else, look at um, Gata is more in touch. With, he understands who he is. He's like, I have bi- I'm bipolar. I get that. I know who I am. I know what I need to do. And no one's going to stop me from doing it because I know how good I am and how wonderful I am as a person. If you don't get me, then get away from me. But I get me. His boy Els understand what he he wasn't gonna that girl when she kind of shot him to the left. He's like, okay, well then I'm I'm done with you. That's mature. You're like, well, I'm not gonna put myself on the line for someone who said like I'd rather be dead. Well, then we're not talking. I don't want to be around you. Then I was like, wow, that's mature. He's like, no, I'm not gonna put myself under just to get into bed with you. But Michael is like little Dickie with a degree. 
Yeah. Absolutely. They're best friends and roommates, and they've, you know, I think I'm getting the impression they grew up together. And Yes! They're like the same sort of maturity, whereas everyone else is kind of like, what the crap are you doing? Like, why do you have these people around you? And I just, I, I do this, this, it gave me so many things to think about. Like, since I want to do music, what does that mean? Like, what does that mean? Is it going to affect people around me one day? Who sure, knows? Sure, if you're really going for it. Yeah, is it going to affect? And like, like, say you do, like, when you do your audio engineering and you become the best at that thing, when someone has an opinion on audio engineering, you may come off douchey. That's a reality. That's a very real possibility. That's a huge, and the thing is, it's not you being a douche. It's not. Or if someone's talking audio engineering, you're going to jump in and give your- I can apply that to my real job. And you don't mean to, but it's like, you're the best at this thing and you accidentally come off a certain way. And it's like, yeah, you being really good at this thing is going to come off a certain way. And I'm like, dude, that's anything in life, dog. That's what makes like training hard when I'm trying to train people. And some of them are very receptive to it and they just jump right on and they get it. Other ones, they you sort of have to have a it's not like I'm being mean to them or anything, but some people have very thin skin yes. and they don't like constructive criticism and they don't like seeing, you know, like, cool, you did this, but let me show you an easier way. They don't like that. You would think they would, but they don't. So I know exactly what you mean when you say that, because I'm sure I've been called a douche in my field. I've always, that's like the one thing that I've just feel so confident about, you know what I mean? Without trying to sound like a douche, I just feel really confident in my job. I know what the fuck I'm doing. I've always been that way when it comes to my career. And I know that it's rubbed people the wrong way before, but I don't give a fuck. I'm really not trying to be a jerk to anybody. I'm just trying to, I'm just being me and doing the job I think needs to be done. Well, I'm letting you know that is going to bleed into audio editing. Probably. Yeah, I I agree. Because that's something that you, you... No, it's something that you have naturally. A lot of people have to go to school full sale or they have to go to LA and do the uh, Logic Pro thing to even know how to record. You have it naturally. You're going to get better at it as time goes on and even better. And you're going to, the chances are douchiness is going to bleed in. Probably. And, I'm a little yeah, bit of a douche. And especially since people that have been doing it for years, you're going to be better than them. And that's not going to come into play with how you're talking to them, but in their brain, it is. <laughs> I'll take and baby steps. I'm not. I'm not going to say that I'm better than people that have been doing this for three years. I mean, I'm I, literally just be. jumping in. Be, I'm letting you know you will be. Well, come. Thank you. But coming back around to Dave, what's your rating, man? Oh, dude, listen. Oh, dude. Um, I, I. Before you There's, do, I just thought of one more thing. Yeah, <laughs> the penultimate pen, pen episode when he has his problem in the in the on the hike. Oh, dude! When it did falls you out expect, of his pants? Did you expect that? <laughs> when it comes flopping out real quick, and she's like, "Oh my god!" I was like, "Oh, that's so funny!" Uh-huh, like they're really going for it, man. They are going squatting for in it. the river or then the little pond. Oh god, I was dying, man. But it, I knew right then. She has no business with him. No. I mean, that, that, that's definitely what they went for. And I think that they solidified that on the uh, series finale. When he's texting her, he's trying to be real sincere. She's like, yeah, great, thanks. You know? Oh, my God, that Oof. part, dude. We've all been there. Oof, we've all been. Dude, whoever wrote that piece was like, I guarantee it was a woman. It was just like, oh, where he's going to say this and she'll say this back. She's like, no, she would not. Let me tell you what she'll put back. Thumbs up. And the crowd, <laughs> for sure. 
You know that Dave Bird is one of the writers on the show. Oh, there's no question. Yeah. It's I mean, it makes life. sense because it's his life. Yeah. But yeah, it's his life. I remember when he first started talking about it, probably like close to two years ago. And he was saying, oh, I'm going to have the show coming out. I was like, oh, no, Dickie, because I just got into his music. And I'm thinking you're going to go and do something silly, maybe a laugh track. You know, he walks in and people start laughing or something. But nope, he killed it and ended up putting out one of the best series that come out this year. Just plain and simple. Oh, no, dude, dude, dude. Like, I would say, like, for real, I don't know as far as. Are we doing half hour, half hour to half hour? No, I just, I'm just saying as a series. Dude. Now, obviously this is all like, you know, subjective, but I'm honestly, this is my favorite series that came out this year. It doesn't necessarily make it the best or anything, oh, like yeah, that, yeah, but totally it's the you. one that resonated with me the most out of anything that I've seen this year, this year rather, uh, save for something I watched recently, which I don't know if we really have time to talk about, but, uh, and, but I'll, I will tie it in though. Do you know that someone from Upload is in, Dave? Don't tell me. Hold up. Going through the... Going through the... <clears throat> she doesn't have a real big presence in, in uh, Upload, though. Not a big presence? Not really. But she... Uh, she shows oh. a lot of herself. <laughs> oh, homegirl. Oh, really? Yeah, I the one that plays Emma. Day. Yeah. Wait, yeah, Emma? she's she's uh, Emma. She's the one that she's Elle's girlfriend. And in Undone, she is. Uh, oh God, what's that? Oh God, I don't have my notes up right now. But what's her name in Undone? The one that we both are quite fond of. I Cash. I, I did I say Undone right now? Oh, I meant un- Upload. Oh, up. Oh man, <laughs> I'm all over the place. I'm sorry. What's her name in Upload though? I don't remember. Oh, God. Now I just want to do it. I've taken the week off of Upload because after I watched the first episode of Dave, I'm like, this is going to be my week. Oh, so you haven't even finished it. Haven't finished it, dude. I was so close. I was like, I'm going to finish it, but let me watch this random show real quick. Thanks, Dan. And nothing. I went back to nothing. I was like, oh, I'm just watching this. Just who I'm talking about is she's Nora's roommate. Okay. So look for that. Okay. Yeah, I I would say I'm going to give... Um, I will give, <laughs> it's going to be funny. It's very, uh, very little dicky rating. I'll give this five out of five flopping turds. <laughs> I like it. That's a, an uncommon rating for you, sir. I like it. I agree. Five out of five, dude. All the oh, way. you gave it about five out of five what? Oh, I rated it though. Uh, what did I give it last time? I don't remember what I said, but yeah, I'll, I'll go five out of, maybe I didn't. Oh, you know what? I don't think I did rate it because I was waiting for you to watch it. Yeah. That's right. Yeah. 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 I just kind of mentioned that I'd watch it and I was really fond of it. Uh, let's see. I'm going to give it five out of five milking tables. Go figure. Dude, listen, listen. At, when, the, when the episode started, I was like, how ridiculous. By the end of the episode, I was like, huh. <laughs> <laughs> Milkingtables.com. Huh. Milking <laughs> tables. Hey, man, before we go, because I know we're, it's getting that time. I just want to go over some news that I found interesting. Not necessarily interesting, but a lot happened this week. At least it yes. seems to me, because I don't really do news, you know? So yeah. without further ado. Uh-huh. Steve, let's talk some entertainment news. Just a few things that, I, that interested me this week. Uh, Tom Cruise is one of those things. But before I do so, Kurt Loder of MTV... Jeez. Turned 75 years old. 
Jesus, dude. So I think that he was already kind of up there, though, when we were watching him, right? He was probably the oldest one on MTV. 40. 40. Yeah, but up there when we're kids, right? Yeah, for sure. He, he was the elder statesman. Yeah, he was the one that kind of, he would do all the serious stuff. If anything serious yeah. happened in music, he'd be the guy to do it because he had this very, I'm Kurt exactly. Loder. I'm Kurt Loder and this is MTV News. Yeah, man, yep. 75 years old. I mean, there's really not much to that. Uh, for those of you that aren't familiar with Kurt Loder, he was, uh, back in the day, they had this thing called MTV that played videos, right? And there was music news and he would be the guy that did the music news. And I don't know. I, I liked him. This and messed I, me up, dude. I don't know what, what it was about him that I liked so much, but I just thought he was a cool cat. So 75, oh. happy birthday, Kurt Loder. Jeez, dude. I feel old as shit. Dude, I feel old. What the (laughs) crap? Telling you, bro. It's we're getting there. It's let's 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 slow it down a little bit, right? Next, though, Steve, your boy Taika Waititi is crossing over some more Star Wars, and he's uh, supposed to direct and co-write a new Star Wars movie. Now, I'm gonna tell you right now. I know you're not a big Star Wars guy, so this news may not hit you too well. Like you know, it's just whatever. But I think he's the perfect person to direct a Star Wars movie, just because. Think about what he did with Thor. He turned a boring ass franchise like Thor Listen. into. You know what I'm saying? Into Ragnarok. Listen. And I can't. I can't wait to see what he does with the next one too. But dude, he's he's on. I just love Taika Waititi so much. And he made that song popular that I'd never heard before. Taika did. The, yeah. That. Uh, Oh, oh, you're talking about uh, yeah, Thor. No one yeah. knew that song. I was like, Everyone hey. knew the immigrant song, Steve. Everyone. Listen, I don't know if they did. I just said they need to use that song more often on things. It's been used in movies before. I think it was used in School of Rock. Jack Black. Such, dude, how good was that? Anyway, we're going to move forward. <laughs> you remember I that scene? That he, was, he was doing it. He was like, ah. You're right. He was, <laughs> he was so. Because <laughs> yeah. the legend of the rent is way hardcore. <laughs> <laughs> It's way past due. <laughs> God damn it. I love Jack Black. Oh, no, dude. That's such a good song, man. Oh, oh man. I forgot. So Taika already kind of showed his skill, though, because you watched The Mandalorian, right? Oh, dude. Really good. So he, he put a little bit on that one of the episodes. And of course, he was IG. Was it IG 11? I think it was. It? Yeah, I'm pretty sure. But he's going to be great. I think oh, he's, sure. I'm pretty, he's one of those guys that I'm just going to pretty much watch everything that he does just because and, until he disappoints me because he's given me no reason to have no, con- like zero confidence in him. He's the shit right now. And I hope that he just keeps getting better and better. Now let's talk about the craziest one of the bunch. Well, kind of the craziest one of the bunch. Tom Cruise, Steve, <laughs> I know you know this already. You have to know this. Tom Cruise is to film aboard the international space station and what's going to be, and he's working with... <laughs> He's working with your boy Elon too, and it's going to be the first action movie shot in space. I'm gonna miss him because working with Elon. Let me tell you something: you're you're working with the wrong person. Elon's had a week. He's gonna kill you, dude. You do not want to go to space with someone who smokes with Joe Rogan on a podcast. You want to go to space with NASA. You know what's the best part about this, though, is that you're not like, what? You probably didn't when you read the article, too, or, or saw it on Twitter or something like that. There's no one else on the face of the earth no. that I would expect. <laughs> like, this is, what I, this is what I expect from Tom Cruise. Totally. Totally. There is not. The only question was, why is he going with him? But him filming in space, if there was someone that was going to do it, I was like, it's going to be Tom Cruise. He's, okay, I'm going to tell. I got bad news for everyone. And I hate to put this in the air. Natural causes ain't going to be Tom's thing. Let me just say that. <laughs> Natural causes, don't even finish the end of the obit. 
Natural causes ain't going to be the thing. That dude would have been like, oh, we haven't found him. We were shooting something in space. He drifted <laughs> off. I we're guess pretty we're sure he's still floating <laughs> around out there somewhere. <laughs> and then next thing you know, someone's going to be like, what's that fireball re-entering the atmosphere? They're like, oh. <laughs> <laughs> that is Thomas. So, yeah, it makes it makes total sense to me. Yeah, man. I mean, I don't know. I'm I'm game. But he's 57 years old and he's going to go and train to go up in space. There's a lot that could happen here, dude. There really is. Like, like you're saying, like he could end up just floating out. And I don't wish it on him, of course, but he could be just floating. With Elon Musk? Rest of our lives. With Elon, maybe they'll both be out there. I mean, dude, find someone smart. Elon has people that are smart around him. Find someone who's singular, like singularly smart to talk about this with. Talk to Neil deGrasse Tyson and be like, hey, how many, how many problems am I facing there? You can be like, oh, let me write a book of how many ways this can go devastatingly wrong. NASA's not involved? Shouldn't they be involved with this? It says NASA is excited to work with Tom Cruise on a film okay, aboard. Okay, good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, Ooh. it's the space station. They have to be involved. I'm sorry. I heard what you're saying, but I, I wasn't quite sure where you're going. No, of course they're involved. They oh, wait. To. They're on the space station? On the space station. Oh, dude. I thought he was going to be in space. Well, technically like he is. floating in space. Well, who's to say that he's not? The whole time. There's got It's an action movie. So there has to be something like that. No, no. Because remember, uh, remember that, what was that movie with uh, George Clooney and Gravity. Sandra Bullock? That was pretty much floated. And I was like, you can't make an action movie. Wrong. Mm-hmm. Wrong. I was in. So but, I was like, I thought he was going that direction. But here's the thing. Do you think Tom knows that you can just like replicate this on Earth? <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, what's the point of going into space to the, film Here's movie? the thing. Tom Though Cruise, it is quite the pioneer G move right there to do that. Someone you know had to what, do it eventually. You know when I will know that science has changed? Hmm. In a, in a similar way? Um, when Tom Cruise decides to do a werewolf movie. Because I'll be like, oh, they found a way to make him into a wolf. That's what happened. They found a way to turn Tom. Because he's going to be like, no makeup. <laughs> no, no. Uh-uh. I'll be like, oh, they found a way to make him turn into a werewolf. Because that's the only way that that's going to happen. Why he's is not Tom, wear no- you just keep seeing all these articles. Like, why is Tom Cruise in Romania? <laughs> he's just trying to get bit <laughs> he fucking would do it too man I just say, no it's not enough I just had to become the werewolf that is so funny dog oh my god man he would all do it all these pictures just keep popping up these little these little leaked pictures of Tom in some forest in Romania somewhere <laughs> You're like, he sure does have a lot of hair on his face. He looks different. Wow, he's very rugged out there. They must be camping. <laughs> That's a high jump. Did he clear that wall? Huh. Yeah, dude. I, Tom Cruise is crazy, but you know both you and I are going to watch this thing. Of course. There's no way in hell that I'm not going to watch this. I have to see this, if, especially if it's the first action movie actually you know, filmed in space, which I'm still, I have my doubts. Like, I don't even know if it's really going to happen. There's a lot of talk. Um, it's very ambitious. No, he's going to do it. And then I don't even know what in, what's entailed with that. Like, do you train a bunch of people, but your cameramen, they all have to go through this NASA training to go up in yes. space? Is it going to be all yes. done robotically? Uh-uh. Tom is going to get them somehow to be trained to go. Also- Not, not to mention know, the director. That is so true. They might only use one. They might just go one camera because I'm imagining 
NASA's not gonna want to ins- like be like, we'll take we'll take the hit for seven camera people and nothing will happen to any of them. No. They'll be like, maybe one. What if they just film it all on an iPhone 11 Pro? Wouldn't that be fun? If anyone's gonna be able to do it, what if it's Christopher McQuarrie, it's gonna be amazing. If he takes if he takes the reins of this and he's willing to do what because what I would imagine Christopher McCoy would do would be like, I'm not going to space. You're going to send me the footage and I'll make sure that the direction is correct. That's what's going to happen. Because he's, he's he, there's only so many times you're going to be like, all the crazy stuff he's doing, I'll do. No. Mm-mm. Going to space? No. That's not going to happen, dude. But I, I think Tom will make a movie in space. It's I'm fascinated happen. by all of this, to be honest. That's with really you. good, dude. I like that story. Now, let's flip it. <laughs> So Stallone, he just can't really give up those sequels, right? Oh. So he's working on, he just announced the other day that he's working on Demolition Man 2. I don't know if Sandra Bullock's coming back. I don't know if it's going to be Wesley Snipes coming back. I don't oh, know. Gosh, but it kind of seems like it's the perfect combination for that to happen. Like, you know, Wesley's like, sure, sign me up. You know, Wesley's going to do it. I mean, randomly. I'm or not can he? Really- I, you know, honestly, I don't even remember the story. Is is uh, Wesley Snipes' character still alive? No, he's dead. Okay, so they're not in now. It's been so long since. I think I've seen Demolition Man one time. Did you recently? I would have. I would love to see a cameo because that cameo he did on on a certain show we both watch was incredible. Why are you being sneaky? Just say it. I can't because I, people still haven't watched it. Yeah, but you could tell them what to watch to see it. Watch. Oh, you. Oh, you don't want the the secret cameo. Oh, I don't dude, think it's a secret cameo. But. I wasn't ready for any of those cameos. I was like, how the crap did they get these people? But it was great. Anyway, um, I'll I, be the I bad guy. It's Dolomite is my name. Check it out. Oh. Is that what you're going with? That's funny. That is hilarious. What? Yeah, is that so not what you're talking about? That is exactly not what I was talking about. What are you talking about? What we do in the shadows. Wesley Snipes was on. When? Remember when they had that? that oh, movie? that was last season. Yeah. Yeah. That yeah, was yeah, yeah. so good, dude. Sorry. Yeah. Like, I remember now. When they had everybody the on there. Yeah. Now, <laughs> now like, I understand where. Okay. Gotcha. <laughs> He's like, is your Wi Fi, bro? He's like, it ain't my Wi Fi, nigga. It's your Wi Fi. I'd be like, it ain't my Wi Fi. When did you start watching. What we do in the shadows? Well, I was watch. I watched it last week. Is that the first, the first time? Episode. Mm, uh, yeah, it was the first time I started watching the show because you had talked about it, so I watched it. It only took a year, but I'm glad you did. It's good. It's it's good. Um, again, it's not fair. It's not fair because I'm coming off of Dave. Yeah. Well, you can't compare. I know, and but everything I'm looking back on is like it was good. It was fine. <laughs> okay. And the only thing that's like, oh my God, is upload is, is like, oh, I love that too. I love, but it's, it didn't have, it had some, mind you, I looked way too deep into upload, same way like with devs. It made me really question things upload did. But anyway, um, yeah, Wesley Snipes, I wish he could come back for Demolition Man. Who's to say he can't? He can't, dude. He's dead. Well, what about cloning or something? No, because he was frozen. Well, he was frozen and then killed. It's been so long, I don't even remember how the movie ended, but it's possible, dude. They can bring anybody back they want to. Remember, he froze him and then he he shattered him. Yeah, that's, just a, that's just a technicality, dude. They can clone him, something. But I would love it because Wesley looks amazing, dude. He still looks good for his age, man. He looks, I, unlike uh, Sylvester's, who... Well, I mean, Sly looks pretty good for he's an old fucking guy, but he still could probably kick both our asses for sure, and definitely mine. I don't think so. I don't. I think I've taken. Stone. He looks kind. Of, 
No, you're not taking Stallone, Steve. I do. Oh, you're out of your freaking mind, dog. He's big on. He's big on. When's the last movies. time you used those hands? It's been a long time. Uh huh. But not for he, him. <laughs> he's big on movies, G. Oh, In I, person, you're like, uh. Yeah, he's short. You know who else is short? Who? Mike Tyson. He's not that short. He's what? He's in his. He's not six he's foot. Like five. He's like five ten. Yeah. So I'm just okay. He's not That's short. He's sign. average, but still, he's not super tall. I know, but Sylvester Stallone never did anything to people the likes of which Mike Tyson did to people in real life, dude. I bet you Stallone's got a pretty good right hook, dude. I'm not buying that at all. No. He's thrown it uh, enough in his life, I'm pretty sure. Here's what I will say. If I hit him at his age, lights out, bro. Lights out. It's a very violent have youth thing to on say. My, I'm, I have youth on my side. I'm hitting an elderly man. Regardless of how you're thinking about it, I am striking an elderly man. It's lights out, bro. Wow. Sylvester Stallone. You think that dude's Rambo? <laughs> that sound is right. <laughs> and I have a new audio sample. Thank you very much, Steve. Because I got to get that one. It was just so ridiculous. Dan. Dan. <laughs> yeah, Steve. Okay, listen. If we're, if Sylvester Stallone and I. Mm-hmm. Say we both train for a month. Yeah. And we get into the ring. Mm-hmm. What are the what are your what are your odds, bro? I've never seen you fight. Regardless, I am my age and he's an elderly man. Hey, bro. Have you ever seen that video where it's like a it's like a the Vietnam boxer? vet on a bus and there's this oh, black yeah. guy that's talking a bunch of shit to him and he gets his ass whipped by that dude. Totally. So it's possible that he could just completely sure. smoke you. Totally. Are you having a change of opinion now? No! I am hurting that man, bro. I'm not saying you're not going to hurt him, but I bet you he'd take you. No, he's lights out, bro. I'm saying we're not going past 30 seconds. (laughs) We're not going past 30 seconds. It's like everything else in my life. Okay, stop. It's 30 seconds. You're telling me you're going to knock Sylvester Stallone out out, in less than 30 seconds. No question. Yet you haven't fought in how long? I don't need to. I'm fighting an elderly man, Dan. I'm asking you a question. When's the last time you fought? It's been a long time. The last time I actually fought was my ex-wife's ex. Really? That's a story I want to hear one day. Maybe not on here, but I want to hear it. (laughs) He called the police. Did you win? Uh, Well, punches weren't thrown. He called the police. So then you didn't fight anybody. But I did go after two people. I was like, I want to kill both of you. And then they called the police. But you didn't fight anybody. You're right. You're right. Technically, punches were Stallone is going to kick your ass. And I want to see oh, it. No offense. Dan. Here's the thing. Dan. Okay, hold on. I want First a pay-per-view all, special. Sylvester Stallone versus Steve Hudson of the Heroes of Noise. So what? Okay, I will say. Here's what I would say. Who if would pay for that? we're doing a pay-per-view special, uh-huh. I would recommend no one using the restroom. Because it's going to be over. You're giving yourself Tyson numbers right now. Dan, I am killing that man. I wouldn't do it if he said, Steve, I want to arrange it. I'd hey, say, Steve. <laughs> I'd say, I'd be like, I don't want to kill you. No, I'm not going to fight you, bro. It'll be like me fighting my granddad. Are you crazy? Are you? It's like, okay, it's like this. If a 70-year-old man was telling me Vietnam stories and was like, I want to fight you, I'd be like, this ain't Nam, G. You were probably, you'd kill me when you were in Nam. You would kill me. But right now, nigga, you would not. <laughs> then suddenly, it's over. It's over. 
Steve Hudson is down. Sylvester Damn. Stallone is the victor. Damn. You got a few words to say? Uh, yeah. Uh, I tried to tell you that I was going to knock you out, but you wouldn't <laughs> listen to me. So Not even close. I dude. guess it's on you, right? Not even good. Here's the thing. On the papers, they'd quote me after killing Stallone. And they'd be like, now you're Ray Boom Boom Mancini. Gee, I would destroy him. And it'd be like, (laughs) Steve Hudson, quote, listen, 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 unquote. That's all I'd say. That's all it is. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, man. I wish I could make that happen. I really wish I could make that happen. Dan, I wouldn't do it. You would have to age me up, dude. You wouldn't do it. No, I don't. Now you're saying you would. Come on, man. I, okay, here, here's what I, I do. Ladies I, and gentlemen, no, hold on. Ladies and gentlemen, please humor me. I know we asked, we throw these out from time to time. What's your take? Sylvester Stallone now versus Steve Hudson in a boxing ring. I would what kill do you think? that man, dude. Do you have any boxing experience? Yeah. You do? Yeah. Fighting. <laughs> that Like that fight you did where you didn't fight anybody? I would have. You would <laughs> <laughs> Let me tell you what I would have done if I would have left my house. Oh, boy, there would be trouble. Here's the thing, Jay. <laughs> I would stop the fight myself. Uh-huh. I would wave my hands. I would be like, you ain't got a brother saying throw in the dang towel on the side. So I will do it for you. I'm not going to hit you anymore, bruh. This is ridiculous. So you will forfeit the fight and lose just so you don't kill Sylvester. Yes! Okay. I'd be like, I'm shocked you came, bro. I am shocked you showed up. Have you seen the guns on this man still? Doesn't I never see. say guns, but have you seen them? They look big on TV, bro. And on Instagram, which is where he made this announcement. Here's what I'll tell you, dude. Here's what I will tell you. If you put him next to a normal-sized person, he's not that big. I never said he was big, though. You're, you, you're you fixated. said guns. His arms are big for his size. Yes, they. There we go. That's true. I've, they're proportioned I, to him, but they're still big arms. Totally true. I've seen babies that look ripped. You're right. <laughs> I have seen these things. Jesus Proportionately, Christ, you're like that is a buff baby. <sighs> I don't even know be, to do with you. I'm telling you, my money's going on Stallone. Here's a better thing. Here's a better thing. Like, even though, uh, let let me think. Who's the better? Okay, like, I know Wesley Snipes is pushing at least 60. I couldn't beat up Wesley Snipes. He could definitely take Stallone. Now, mind you, I would last some rounds with Wesley Snipes. I don't think so. I think it'd be one roundhouse to your dome and you'd be done. Man, wait, wait for boxing, I'm saying. He's got, well, uh, he's got fighting skill, dude. You're, you already said you're not going to win, though, right? Oh, no, I'm not going to okay, win. Okay, yeah, then I agree. It might go to decision, though. You think you're going <laughs> to... Let's just go 14 rounds. Fuck it. Let's go old school. No, we'll do seven. We'll, if we go seven rounds. An exhibition match. He's not knocking me out. If I have a month to train, he's not knocking me out. Okay. God, I wish I could make this happen. I don't want to see you get hurt, but I would really love to see this happen. Now, there are people that I believe could knock me out. Oh, really? They exist? I'm not. Like, The Rock's not a conversation. We're not playing these games, bro. We're not playing these games. Would you score up with Tyson? Heck, he would be the last person on the planet that I would I would square up with everyone before him. I might square up with a Yakuza before I squared up with Mike Tyson. Because that dude might kill me. Yakuza, I could just be like, I'm out. 
There's a level of insanity that really is there. Gee, he, the, seeing the recent sparring he's doing, I'm like, yeah, dude, he might still, kill somebody. He's still a murderer, bro. Joe, like, Rogan, I'm, I'm very interested. I want, I, you know, he's not going to have that kind of a reign no. like he had back in the day. But I would really like to see his first match, man, because you know he's going for it, and oh. you know they're going to put him with someone that's like a, you know, not up to snuff. So he's going to murder this person. <laughs> they're going to. And here's the thing: I think Tyson, Joe Rogan would destroy me. It probably I don't I wouldn't remember what happened. He would just choke me out. I'd be like, "What happened? Where, where, did we fight?" Um, people like that. Yeah, they're they're. I think regardless of what I think about Joe Rogan, I think he's a an actual fighting guy. Like he's legit. Yeah, even he's though fully he won't. Legit. Yeah, and he won't fight obviously because he like he does it for working out. But he can protect himself, even though nowadays with these gun idiots, who cares if you can fight or not? Um, I would say people like that. Yeah. But when you're talking about an, a freaking elderly, a convalescing man, I, why are we having, that's not a conversation. I think he'd win. There's not a soul over 60 that I, oh, that's a famous person that I'd have a problem with. Dude, crazier things have happened. This man has kept himself in shape the entire time. You're totally, yes, he's probably you're totally you know right. breaking down a bit because he's elderly, but still, I think he could do it. Okay, here's what I'll say. Crazy things can happen. I could trip, fall, and knock myself out in the ring. I could be getting in the ring and then the thing's over. <laughs> Short of that, I could break my hand getting into the ring. Short of that, I'm be- there's not a 60-year-old I'm not taking, bro. That is famous. That's famous. Hulk it's Hogan? just not. Oh, please. Okay. <laughs> you, you, did you just say that you could take Hulk Hogan? How long do I have to train? How long do I have to train? Oh, you have, Steve, you have six months. I, if you give me six months to a year and we're boxing, this is I'm saved. Des- I am destroying Hulk Hogan. If I get six months and no, I'm just. No, we're not boxing now. This is just like, you know. Oh, like I can do ju- like jujitsu? No, you're just in a bar. Oh, I'm taking him because I'll just choke him out. Oh, I'd like to see that, brother. Yeah. All he has to do is drop one hard R on me. I'm killing him. The Undertaker. Ooh. See, I love I'm, that we have to get to this level before you feel like, well, ooh, I don't know. Here's the thing, dude. <laughs> I'm thinking about his sheer entrance. Because I'm imagining if we're doing a bar fight, everything goes dark. And someone puts a quarter into the jukebox. <laughs> and he comes. <laughs> I'm like, oh, sniff. Oh, Should have thought sniff. this through. Um, let me think. The Undertaker, seven foot one? Yeah, I think so. Is he 60? No, I don't think so. That's what I'm saying. Anyone over 60. But I think he's pretty close. Nah, he doesn't count. Now I got to get a read on the seat. Get an actual 60-year-old. He's 55. Yeah, no, that doesn't count. He's still still spry. (laughs) (laughs) You think I'm messing yourself, boy. I know it. I love it. Give me me some more stories. Okay, all right, all right. I can't believe you think a 60-year-old famous person's taking me, dog. That's funny. I That's I funny. honestly I have total confidence in Sly that he would do it. You are out of right on right in people. I think I think Dan's messing Please. with me. Please. I'd I like to know. Am I crazy? I, I think you're messing with me. I think I understand. No, I understand that Rocky Balboa is a fictitious character. Rambo yeah. is a fictitious character. Action yeah. stars are made to look like action stars because yeah. that's what they do. But the man has trained his entire life. He's Damn. a he's he's a short guy, but he's still got the build, dude. And I Dan. think that if he connected, that's all it would take. Dan, Dan, 
Are you playing with me? Or are you are you serious? Are nah, you, you I think serious? he poke your lights out, bro. Are you playing or are you serious right I'm now? I'm serious. As a heart attack. Dan, you are crazy right now if you think that Stallone could beat me up. You are crazy. <laughs> I think he could. Dolph Lundgren probably might be able to do some things. Dolph's not 60. Oh, he might be 60. Oh, Dolph's. Dolph You're not fucking with 60. Dolph Lundgren. Is he 60? Let's see. <laughs> <laughs> if he's 60, nigga, I am. Age is 62. I'm taking Dolph Lundgren, bro. How old, Sly? Is he like 70 something? He's like 89, bro. He's not 89 years old. <laughs> Let's see how old Sly is. <laughs> Let's see Stallone age. If 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 Kurt Loader is seventy five, everyone's old. Could you take Kurt Loader? I'm just kidding. Seventy three. Oh, are you out of your freaking mind, Dan? Listen, man. Have you lost your? You're telling me a seventy three year old is going to beat me in the ring? You're an athletic guy, so I know you could dance around him and stuff. I'm saying if he connected with you. It That's all I'm do saying. Anything to me, bro. You don't think Sylvester Stallone punching you square in the with jaw. boxing gloves? Yeah. Hell no. You're just gonna sit there and take it and be like, "What? Nothing." No, I'll be like, like "Oh, good hit." Do you? I would then say, "Are you sure you want to continue this? Are you sure?" I know you have children that want to see their father again. He's 73, bro. Listen, man. I know what I know. I know how I feel. Is your wife there? No. Is your son? Oh, you mean like in the house? Yes. You want to go here? (laughs) Do we really want to take it? Let's let's turn it to the listeners, man. I don't think she has enough background on Sly to really help me out. Tell him he's 73 years old and 5'5", bro. Yeah, I'm not saying he's going to destroy you. I'm saying he if he connects. Win. That's not true. If he connected with you, he could knock you out. I think That's so. That's not true. Or at least knock you down. I could give him a free chin, bro. You're okay. So Steve Hudson is going to give him the free. You're going to stick your chin out and say, go for it. And you don't think he's going to knock you out. I think he, he might put some stars. Okay. But I'm, I'm, but I'm, I'm still going to go like, down Hi. to that and say that he might, you know, daze you. But I think you go. might go down. Dan. Okay. That's a free chin. He's going to, I'm not giving him a free chin. I'm dancing around and I was like, smash, 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 smash. By then it's over, G. And I feel terrible and be like, I just killed a seven, three year old man. <laughs> and then afterwards, in hindsight, people are going to be like, why the hell was a 73 year old man fighting a 42 year old? Why? Who thought that was a good idea? I certainly do. Like, I want to see it really badly. No, you don't, Dan. You don't want to see Sylvester Stallone die. You don't want him to see him pull a You're freaking... You're not taking out Rocco, man. I'm sorry. Gee, not only would I take him out, but you know what I'll do? You know what I'll do, G? What's Just that? for you, I'll be like, ah, live in, and I'll come, I'll come out in the bull. And... <laughs> now, you're dr- <laughs> now you're dressed in the, the American <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> Can you see me? I don't know why that's so funny to me. But it is. Dancing and pointing oh. to it with my glove down on the. I got tears in my eyes looking at that one. Oh shit, that's funny. Ah, ah, station, station. 
they'll be like, did he have to play the whole song? Oh, my God. Just to make it awkward, huh? That's See, Listen, and I, listen. I have the hat on and everything. Ladies and gentlemen, please write in. Just for just humor us. Whatever you think is fine. Steve Hudson versus Sylvester Stallone. <laughs> who wins? That's what I want to know. And please Steve, tell us why. This is why people tune in, bro. Oh, God damn it. I can't believe you threw it out there like it was a nothing. Like you're like, oh, he'd hurt you and decided you thought we were going to go to the next story real quick. I, I'm yeah, like, I, wait I challenged your masculinity. I'm sorry. All right. That's not even a challenge to my masculinity. That's, that's not. Challenge my masculinity is like the rock could beat you. That's challenging my masculinity. Like saying that, that, that Sylvester Stallone can beat me is like being like, hey, you know that you see that kid going onto the bus? I think he could take you out. I'm like, yeah, we're talking about a convalescing 73-year-old man. Anyway, what's the next story? <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm still, I'm still laughing at the living in America scenario. Gee, that's the only way I'd enter. Oh, that's the only God way I'd enter. That Dancing and pointing to him as I, as I... Then he's worried. Steve Hudson wins the podcast again over that shit. That's absurd <laughs> and beautiful at the same time. <laughs> God damn it. <laughs> I would love to come in on a bull like that. So this one here, I'm a little, like I'm over it. And we just talked about this recently and this just came up. So I'm just curious what your thoughts are on this. I have a feeling it's not going to be too much. So Nicolas Cage is going to play Joe Exotic in a scripted series from the American <sighs> Vandal showrunner. Dude. You see what we did? <laughs> uh-huh. You see what we did? What, hit a brick wall with this news story? No, I'm saying, do you see what we did, America? You see what we did? Living in America. Seriously, yeah. yes. Mm-hmm. You see what we freaking did? We have a reality show president. Yeah, I was just going to say, are we trumping this dude? Seriously. Is he going to run for president? Bro, nothing's out of it. You think he won't get a bunch of, he'll get enough votes to swing something? Hey, he was thinking about it for a while. Oh, dude. And it's. And, and I'm kind of disappointed in Nicolas Cage. I know there's so a lot of people out there that are just loving this Tiger King thing. I got to tell you, if I hear the words Carol Baskin one more time, I'm going to fucking hurt somebody. I think this is, we have, we're beating a dead horse at this point. Yes. And like we said last week, there are more important issues at hand with Tiger King. So they're just glorifying this shit. That's but it. who's who's right there? <laughs> Who could we, we need someone that's, uh, that will pretty much do anything we ask. I know Nicholas Cage. Cage. That and here's the problem. Now the Tiger King is just like I was played by a superstar. Well, wait a minute now. <laughs> okay, I- let's do it. <laughs> <laughs> it's time for another round of star or superstar. All right, you first, Dan. Uh, no, star, star or superstar? He's a star. I think he's a superstar when it comes to like cult movies. But it, that's like creating its own category. So if we're just going star or superstar without any kind of conditions or anything like that, he's a star. He's still a star. Oh, well, let's do this. Celebrity, star, superstar. Because celebrities can just be any a person that's just famous on social media or does something else. They're enough to be recognized. Yeah. Star I think he's above bumps that. them. Really? Yeah. He's got some movies in his, you know, like Raising oh, Arizona. Oh, you're right. He has an Oscar. Wild yeah, at Heart, right. I think, was another one. He's got an Oscar, exactly, Leaving Las you're Vegas. You're totally right. You're totally so at right. one point, he was getting close to Superstar. But I think he's just dropped back down to Star. But he's more than a celebrity. I think he was Superstar. As Con Air, he was Superstar. Yeah, good point. The Rock. Wasn't the he Rock, Rock, he was Superstar. Yeah. Yeah, that's, superstar. okay, that was Superstar. That was, that was his peak. And then I don't know what happened. I think he got taken, to, didn't he get taken to the cleaners? Didn't somebody? Yeah, like, yeah, he did. It was like bankruptcy. Yeah, it was like a stock market thing, right? 
But then he also bought like a $500,000 dinosaur head. <laughs> Wouldn't you? It's true. If I'm Nicolas Cage, I would. Right. Yeah, I, yeah I'm done with Nicolas Cage. I'm, I'm not done. I just am really disappointed. It's sad that he did this. It's I'm not done with Nicolas Cage because I think he does do some... Like, I know you didn't like that movie, uh, Color Out of Space. I know you didn't yeah. like that one. And Mandy, I don't think you were too I like Mom it. and Dad. But Mom and Dad was dope. That I just think that he's a certain... He's almost in a... Without any type of brain injury, he's almost in Gary Buseyville sometimes. In some of the things that he gets, except that Gary Busey doesn't really get work anymore. Man, you know, I got to tell you real quick. Oh, by the way, guys, I was on uh, the latest episode. Not the latest, the second. Hey, can they you just pause released real one. quick? Real quick? Sure. Mm-hmm. Give me five seconds. They just de- uh, delivered something outside, and I don't want someone to steal it. Yeah, no problem. Some Clorox wipes. Oh, nice. Hold on. The wipes right, came in. So we had to break real quick because Steve had a an emergency delivery apparently. So we had to break yes, for just a moment. You're afraid that in the area you live that something's going to get stolen. Is that correct? Yeah, and it never does. But someone told me that once they saw someone eyeing their package. So I was like, oh. Well, I'm everyone. of the belief that people follow these things around. I'm used to people eyeing my package. <laughs> Hudson on fire. <laughs> That's what this episode's called. Seriously, man. You are the fucking, you are the MVP. I did not contribute this. I basically just played off of everything you did this episode, and I'm, I'm That's sorry. That's not you, true, G. Man, did you kill it this episode. <laughs> That's not true. G, you put it up there. I think you purposely. You gave me dick jokes. You gave me encouragement. <laughs> a review of my favorite new television show. You killed it this time, man. It was a good, dude. It feel, This one feels, every episode feels like this for me. Every ep- I have never, the only episode that didn't feel like this was our argument one. Every other one felt wonderful to me. I still got to put that out one day. Holy I can't, cow, it's dude. so cringy to listen to that I can't do it. Is it that bad? I think so, but it's also me, you know, and you. you should, oh, you know where we should put that? Where's In that? the closed community. Yeah, we'll, we'll throw that back up sooner or later. Patreon's coming back. We'll give it another month or so. Hopefully things will work out. We'll see. But yeah, that, that show's going to come one of these days. And I'm sure people are going to want to listen to it too, but God, it just sounds so terrible and cringy. <laughs> anyway, hey, real right. quick, I was talking about Gary Busey. Yeah. And uh, I was just on Scenic Cast just uh, last week. I believe it is episode 181 that I'm on there. And we talked about uh, on Netflix all day and night. We talked about another movie called The Half of It. And then we talked about Lethal Weapon. So getting back to Gary Busey, it was sort of sad to see him like... It was a year before the accident, before he just went bonkers. And uh, it was kind of sad to see that. You know, he was he was good. He was a good actor. He and was amazing, dude. Mr. Joshua, when's the last time you saw Lethal Weapon? You know what? I just must, I, I messed up. I'm thinking Point Break. Oh, he was great in Point Break, too. That's what I was th- I don't remember him in Lethal Weapon. He was the henchman, like the lead henchman. So he wasn't, wow. you know, his lines were limited, but it was just... It's crazy how you can see him just standing there and you go, oh, this is pre-accident. And then you see him afterwards like, ooh, because it's not like he really got deformed or anything. It's just his whole, his mindset changed and it's like, he he looks like a crazy person. He was in a motorcycle accident with no helmet. I didn't know that, dude. Yeah, it happened in 88. And that's why he, he, and it injured his brain. And I forget what the injury was called, but his son said that uh, it's basically hell with him because you never know what's going to happen. He can go from being violent to just being too handsy to just being, oh, and he has scary. no filter. 
so it's sad, but man, he's like scary. Gary Bus I was watching some uh, videos. I think it was a uh, Laura Linney. Is that some award show? It was Laura Linney and uh, Jennifer Garner, and they're getting interviewed by Ryan Seacrest. And I think, oh, it's called uh, When Gary Busey Attacks, if you want to check it out. But he just shows up, and you could tell all three of them are, like, super nervous. They're even kind of talking about him on mic. <laughs> you know, like, oh, is he right there? It's not, it's not looking on me, you know. But, yeah, dude, it was kind of sad. So, people, you know wear what? your helmets. If you're going to ride a motorcycle, wear your goddamn helmet. Who is more scary to you? Old school Gary Busey as henchman or Ray Liotta? Just in general, <laughs> is that just what you mean? Who do you not want to run? No, no, into? no. I'm saying you're you're giving me like a specific Gary Busey, but then you're saying or Ray Liotta. So just Ray, Ray Liotta, Liotta in as general? like yeah, in that real time where like not this new Botox Ray Liotta, like, like Goodfellas. Ray, yeah, that Ray Liotta. Um, I think they're both scary for different reasons. Because that well, Ray Liotta will have you killed by somebody if he doesn't do it himself. He'll probably get Joe Pesci to do it. His eyes, dude. Ray yeah. Liotta had those. Eyes where you're like, holy crap, dude. He's definitely got what do they call that? The thousand thousand yard stare. Yes, dude. Yeah, he can where see he through just, people. Like if he was like, I'm I'm dating your daughter or whatever, and I got in there and he's like, have a seat. And he'd be the type to not say something for an awkward amount of time while looking at me. And I'm like, Am I supposed to be saying anything? <laughs> then all of a sudden, so what do you do? I'm like, oh Lord, I'm leaving. That's what I'm doing. It's yeah. Funny. I- <laughs> You're a real funny guy, Steve. I listen to your podcast. You're really funny. I heard what you said about me. I'll be like, he's going to kill me. Oh, I'd he love to see that conversation. I want to see you do Joe Pesci. <laughs> Why the fuck am I funny? What, am I a clown to you? Okay, here's the problem. Why hasn't a place done a skit as Ray Liotta as everything? Like have Ray Liotta dressed up as a Jack in the Box employee and how he just scares everyone? <laughs> Why just random people like Ray Liotta as? Be like, yeah, he scares everybody. Looks like we got to talk to Jeffrey after this one. <laughs> You're going to keep you busy, Jeffrey. That is so, but dude, that dude, I used to think Ray Liotta was so scary, dude. Just, he was, he was in some movie where he was stalking this lady and he would like, he was like, what is it? Something intruder or something. It was years ago. And I thought he was so scary. I thought he would have been a great T2000 or T or uh, uh, the T2. yeah. Yeah, I could see that. Because his eyes were just, but again, so anyway, so you choose, uh, you think they're both scary for different Yeah, they're, they're both equally scary. All right. You got one more? Uh, yeah, this one's kind of like, I, I'm just going to put it out there, but honestly, I don't think either you or myself are interested in this. But okay. for the people that are, apparently it was announced yesterday that they are doing a Twilight prequel. So the author of Twilight series is coming back. And it's all going to be focused on Ed. So you can go and get Team Ed again or whatever the hell they called that. Edward Cullen is who I'm talking about. I'm just putting it out there because it's news. I'm sure I'll have to go and see this movie if it ever comes out. But if it's all about Edward Cullen, who's <laughs> Robert Patrick, Robert Patrick, right? Oh, excuse me, Pattinson. Robert Pattinson. Sorry, it didn't sound right when I said it. If it's all about Robert Pattinson's character, Edward, do you think he's like, motherfucker? Like, I just got <laughs> I just got the lighthouse. I'm getting ready to be Batman, and they're trying to pull me back into this Edward he's Cullen. He's not going to do that. He ain't going to do, do that. that. No, no, he won't do no. it. No. It'll be like young Edward or something like that. She's probably already thinking that too. The author, Stephanie Meyer. She's probably like, you know what? He's not coming back for this movie. So let's just make a young, we can, we can get away with like before he was a, I bet you that's what it's going to be before he was a vampire. Here's my problem. A sparkly vampire. I think the people that are going to, the people that are going to watch this show or watch this movie 
are just going to be the um like the older versions of who they were. Like they're going to be like 25, 27. It's the now. same group of people. Yes, same yes. group of people. I question if people are even going to want to see it. Like especially when Robert Pattinson's not in it, are they even going to go? Guess it just depends on the book. But you know this movie's going to get made. Oh, there's no question because there's people, no doubt in my yeah, mind that no someone's question. not salivating over this right now. Ooh, I let's think, bring something back from the dead again. I figure if 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 they're really trying, I mean, they might have run out of ideas because look, I will give it to Hollywood. Lately, they've been coming out with, even though we can't go see them, movies that are original. <laughs> we just can't go see them right now. You know, The Hunt, uh, Underwater, they're movies that are uh, that are like original movies. It's just we can't go see them. So I don't know why they just wouldn't say, you know what, let's let's make some. Right now is the time that we can make some actual original content. Nope, we're gonna do Twilight again. Mm. Damn shame. By the way, the book's called Midnight Sun. That's the working title. I don't know if they're going to keep it or not. So yeah, that's the uh, entertainment news, Steve. I'm I'm inter- I'm entertained. Yeah, uh, yeah. Are you though? What have we I established am. so far? You're going to kick Sylvester Stallone's ass, Dude, right? I can't, I don't Without question. I don't know why that's a. Qu- I don't. I genuinely am shocked. I worry about what you think of me. Listen, if you beat him, more power to you. But I don't think yeah. it's going to happen. I'm yeah. just saying, and I love you, man. I'm just being real. But yeah, that's it. Kurt Loader's 75. We're old. Uh, Taika's making a new movie, and it's probably going to be a Star Wars movie, hopefully, if Kathleen Kennedy doesn't fuck it all up. And of course, our man Tom is going out to outer space with Elon Musk to film a movie. So big week in news, ladies and gentlemen. And it's a bit, it's, you know what? This brings us to the end of the show, doesn't it, Steve? It's that time, it isn't does. it? It does. And ladies and gentlemen, let me tell you something. I want to hear your 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 thoughts on this because I think Dan is www.bugging.com. Maybe because I I want and I want to know your re, I want to know your reasons. Yeah, exactly. Don't just go. Steve would win or Sly would win. No. Tell us why. It might be steroids. They're just saying that he's going to be on steroids. Dude, did you listen to Crystalia's video on steroids? I did not. Dan. Dan. Send it to me. I'll look at it. Dan. I'll check it out. Okay. Anyway. Um. Uh. So. <laughs> so. Um, if he's doing tell if it's uh, and you know what maybe I can have some 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 funny juices you know coursing through my veins get some stuff from Kevin Shanks between you and me Shanks oh no you just incriminated Shanks now you telling <laughs> now he's a uh, a peddler of steroids <laughs> but um anyway ladies and gentlemen we love you believe in yourself because if you don't no one will handle your business that dream that you're wanting to chase go out there catch it handle your business I love y'all. The next voice you're going to hear is Dan the Man. Peace. That's enough for me, too. My name is Dan Ramirez. Ladies and gentlemen, thanks for listening. Make, make sure to write in, okay? We, I really want to know what you think about this whole Sly thing. Sly versus Steve-O over here. Anyway, it's been a week. Next week's going to be a brighter week. And thank you, Steve, for cheering me up, man. I needed that. I really appreciate our time together when we do this shit. You brought me out of the darkness and into the light. My name is Dan Ramirez, y'all. Be good to yourselves. Be good to the people around you. Peace. Peace. <laughs>